0: what's up everyone and welcome back to the super scope podcast your wrap up in this big uh, week's biggest gaming stories leaks and rumors we're back with episode 45 on september uh, sunday september 11th i am your host retro game dude and of course joining me as always is my co-host dice aurora of phoenix aurora gaming feel free to join the discussion live on twitch and discord Or if you're watching this on YouTube, tap the like that subscribe button. Um, And if you like what we're doing, let us know in the comments. And if we missed anything, let us know in the comments as well. Um, You can find the audio version of us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, Amazon's podcast offering as well. Um, I think I hit the 30-second mark. Daisuke, how the hell are you doing this week? (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing good. Great. Um, What are you getting into? Anything,
1: Anything special? Um, a lot more real life things and a lot less uh video game things this week. Obviously just because Dark was down here visiting. Indeed. Our
0: one of our comrades of uh Destiny and Final Fantasy fourteen fame came down to visit you in Orlando.
1: Yeah, so the 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 earlier part of the week where it's usually chill and I just kind of have not much to do and I play video games and stuff and like we don't really do much but like your stream on Tuesday, Wednesday and, right. and whatnot. Was uh all eaten by going to the parks for like extended hours? Oh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, I had to watch, I had to eat food at Epcot and watch the Disney show and <sighs> ride the rides. Oh. It's tough. It's Claire, tough down here.
0: Claire's in the audience, And I'm sure she's just like, oh, that sounds all terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to do Cosmic Rewind. I oh, had to no. I had to go on all the all the rides. I had to go on Rise of Resistance, like uh-huh. big Star Wars ride. Oh man, it was actually pretty cool because. When I got to the park the second day to see them in, in Star Wars Land, um, the guy at the they were talking to a guy, a, uh, a worker, and he had given her like he gave Amber one of those like first visit pins,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then he hooked he when we walked over he's like oh yeah you guys are with these two and we're like yep so he hooked all five of us together and gave us the the fourteen dollar a person lightning pass for free so we all got to skip the line for Rise of Resistance which was like an hour ride that's uh, hour line. So we just skipped, we walked We walked through the express line, and it dumps you into the staging room where, like, from that room you go on the ride. So, like, we just walked onto the ride. It was pretty meant. good way to start the day that day. Very sick.
0: I like it. Um, but, yeah, it
1: was, it was a good time.
0: My week wasn't that eventful, but um, I did get to dick around with a Steam Deck more. Um, last mm-hmm. week I got windows up and running on it this week. I got the controller support up and running on it. So for like non steam games, uh, the games mm-hmm. will load. It's, it's really strange. Like, so it, it, you have a, like a piece of software that you build in, uh, that you install that has kind of like building configurations. The easiest thing to do to get this to work is to actually put notepad Microsoft notepad in your steam library. So this loads in the background forces that controller oh. controller configuration to load. And then you can just load whatever game you want works seamlessly. I love it. Um, hmm. finally got final fantasy 14 running on it. Uh, on-screen keyboard works for just about everything except for final fantasy 14 for, so for some reason, when I bring up the steam on-screen keyboard, it kicks me out of final fantasy 14. So Weird. that sucks. But, um, yeah. I, huh. I also got a Bluetooth keyboard for it and a Bluetooth mouse for it. So, uh, I got a full setup so I can, you know, I can take that wherever cool. I go. I can sprawl out and I can rock Final fantasy 14 wherever I go. Um, I'm happy with that. It's great. I'm there for it. So yeah, I got a nice little dock for it and everything. The dock is impressive because it's like powered by USB-C. The thing you plug this dock into its USB-C port, it can support two monitors at 4K. Wow. It does USB charging. It has two USB ports on this dock. And and the other docks I've seen have Ethernet as well. So one USB-C connection is doing all of that. That's wild so mm-hmm. yeah the steam deck uh is a great little piece of hardware i can't i can't recommend it enough for those who are on the fence about it or um still haven't gotten your email to for the invite to order one get it they will get one without just shy of a week i got mine um so yeah i'm definitely having a blast with it now especially now that i got the controller support rocking so definitely get it
1: definitely That's check good. it out yeah it's on my list that i want to do a steam deck and i want to do the uh what was the one that you met? we we talked about it a little while ago? It was like a re- retro game device. It has all kinds of stuff on it. Um, I can't remember the name. The oh, was it the Odin? There's the
0: Aeonio Air. I forget. Um, but again, on this, I guess we have. Let's talk about this week's schedule. So we're going to be doing Fazmo yeah. again Tuesday. Um, I don't have. I haven't really been doing Wednesday streams, and I haven't really been missing it. But um, I should right. be doing something on Wednesdays.
1: I have an idea for you. Oh yeah? You should do like little indie games on Wednesdays.
0: That's kind of what I was thinking of too. Just like once every every Wednesday just do like a different indie game, kind of showcase it. um, Mm -hmm. and then go from there. But yeah, I I, that's kinda what I want to do. I I just wish there was enough days in the week that I wasn't gonna I I wouldn't burn myself out.
1: Right, right, yeah. Well if you ever want to, you let me know. We talk shop because I've got I keep putting Steam games on my uh, Steam demos, I should say, on my wish list. So I've got a pretty good backlog of like little demos and little indie games I could recommend to you. Definitely. Um, what else? Oh,
0: I got, um, an EverDrive for my Game Boy Advance. This is nice. Mm-hmm. EverDrives are great. Um, the new ones have batteries in them. So you have like real time clocks. I just need to get an SD card. Ironically small enough to, for this thing to read it. Um, huh. it, yeah. That's so funny. it only does like 30, uh, was it fat 32 format and EX fat does its best with like larger cards, like extended FAT. Um, but it won't read it. So I have to actually find, I found a, a 64 gigabyte card. It's like the max it'll read. And I got it for like eight bucks on Amazon. Dude, SD cards have gotten so fucking cheap.
1: It's not That's even funny.
0: funny. So yeah.
1: Huh. It was funny you mentioned that too, because extended FAT was my nickname in college. Nice. Is that your rap name? <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Oh shit. I love it. Um, so other big news: the podcast will be moving, and um, right now we're on episode. Today is forty-five. Um, episode fifty is going to debut on YouTube because um, Twitch just isn't really built for podcasts. It's really not. Um, I, I think we do a great product here, and I'd like to get some traction on it
1: and get cooking with it. So, oh yeah, at least in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely I can't wait to get over there too because what's the early 11th today is so the 11th 1825 it'll be in October somewhere huh yeah
0: mm-hmm. maybe I could do it on my birthday wow that'd be a there you horrible
1: go. birthday and then you know what I'll do I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a joke I'll tell you a joke 10 days from now and then when we move to the YouTube I'll open up the new show by being like hey do you remember and you'll be like remember what and I'll be like that joke I told and you'll be like what joke I told and I'll be like on the twenty-first night of September, and then that'll be how it starts. God damn it! <sighs> all right. You no, know it's cool. That's one of the songs you can get for Cosmic Rewind at Disney World, and it's awesome when you get that song. <laughs> is it awesome or is it fucking annoying? <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Trust me.
0: Oh man, that's all right. I love meet some Smith too.
1: Yeah, I was always a Beatles fan. My favorite was uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, was a uh, Send the Love Below or whatever. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, you know I, I loved all those guys. Like, what, what was it? Slash, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. Grateful Dead. Uh, Axl Rose. Oh yeah. And uh, John Carter. John Carter. And the Weekend. <laughs> yeah, the Weekend. That was my favorite part of the Beatles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so what are been doing in Final Fantasy fourteen this week? We're just doing a lot of stuff. We got Claire yeah. all the way up to, I mean, she's she's running all the endgame content now, so it's, uh, yep. my little Claire's growing up! I remember when she first signed on and was just a white mage and her horse. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, we uh, took her, speaking of horses, her, to do. yeah, we took her through all, and got all of her horse mounts. Uh, We're missing the one that's a random drop. Um, yep. the nightmare, nightmare one, but yeah. we got uh, all of those main drop. Which you don't need and... the horses, yeah, yeah, but she so got her to Kieran, right? Yes, so her gold horse with the wings, yeah, yep. So, yeah, we got that. we had a got... we... good time with that. We knocked that out in like two nights, not bad,
1: yeah, that's easy to do now, yeah, right. So, we have it's the dogs doing, and the
0: birds next, I think the birds yeah, are birds next, be next. next, right? And then, yep, a lot of optional dungeons that I've skipped that her and I can do together, and then you know, we'll you can have us pull us through all that content too
1: oh yeah dude there's a lot of fun dungeons there's uh there's there's still some raids you guys are missing the rest of the new raids we can do together mm-hmm. those are fun we gotta get Claire into the orvo and monastery raids right yeah yes, she, we hasn't, do. she hasn't she hasn't she hasn't shown her whole to sniper guy yet
0: Oh man, that it's a wild mechanic. The guy who the whole it- like
1: I, the, the the it's the most backward mechanic. Oh, Claire is right. forward to it. Okay, good. See, good. now we can clip this. I said we have to make sure that Claire shows her hold to Mustadio, and she's looking forward to it. For some reason, Mustadio sounds like Starscream. I guess <laughs> yeah, right. he does. He totally he's like he's like totally a robot now. Right, no, that's right. I forgot about that. <clears throat> oh my god. Man. now that the queen of england is dead i star scream and the new queen of england <laughs> speaking of dead queens we have
0: some great advice behind me right here um you should hack oh, yeah, no it i hear it's really easy to do oh
1: my god that's where that ended up that's amazing
0: <laughs> yeah it was a five second photoshop i did the other night so i figured i'm looking for like funny backgrounds so like oh wait i too. forgot i'm funny and i make funny content sometimes so oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not speaking ill of the queen. Okay, I am. I'm speaking ill of Queen Braun. Yeah. Queen. Yeah, absolutely is of each whale. Who, yeah, Queen Braun is, is died. That's what we're talking about. Did some other queen die? Did some other queen dude I saw I love people on Twitter that were like, the Queen died, and they would go look up like their favorite like YouTuber like Valkyrie or Pokemon and be like, Oh no, did something happen? And they're like, Oh no, they're fine. And it was like, Oh, that's that's kind of creepy. <laughs> oh. Someone says, the Queen died, and your first reaction is to look up your parasocial connection or whatever oh oh so they were
0: rushing to
1: like their favorite streamer just to tell them no no they were rushing to their favorite streamer thinking it was them like oh someone said the queen died and they were like they must be talking about like insert my favorite youtube creator twitch creator (laughs) so they like went to go see if that was who they were talking about and it was like like i'm all for you know this, this, this whole like if people like what they like that's fine but like hoo boy, sometimes that gets a little crazy when people have that parasocial connection and they're like sure because you know you know as well as I do, a bunch of people jumped in their DMs and they were like, I heard the queen was dead so I checked to see if you were okay <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, good luck buddy oh man oh man, indeed I wonder if they went to go
0: check if like uh, famed groomer, Jeffree Star um, was dead or something <clears throat> so anyway, let's get <laughs> move on <laughs> I don't want beef with this, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. So, yeah, Final Fantasy 14. we talked about. Um, schedule.
1: We're going to do Phasmo. And eventually, oh, not this personally, week. personally. Yes. To just FYI, personally, I didn't do any of that garbage, but I did go to the Reef to make sure that the Awoken Queen was still there, and she was okay. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, she was fine. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Um...
0: I kind of lost track of my thoughts here. Oh, so <laughs> this is, this has gotten out from under me real hard. We're, we're, uh, no, we're no like a couple minutes into this. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to change Tuesday and Wednesday hours to 8 o'clock, not this week, but next week. Um, okay. I got home, kind of tested it out. I'm like, wow, I have plenty of time between like getting home from work and... Getting on at eight now, so I'm gonna do Mm -hmm. that so we can get out of here earlier. So that'll be a a roughly three hour stream, so starting at eight o'clock. Um, and I'll post the schedule here forward soon. So that's another announcement I've almost forgot about. So I think we did everything.
1: Did we do everything?
0: I think so.
1: (laughs) Did we do Um, all the things? Can we talk about the sponsor? Did you? We talked, no, we did not talk about the sponsor. We talked (laughs) about what we were playing, we talked about the schedule, talked about. The Queen. We did talk about the Queen because, as we have to do, it's
0: a contractual so, obligation. Any, you, if you stream, you have to talk about the Queen at least once. So we did
1: that. Correct. Rip um, Queen Bron,
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: Rip Queen, yeah. Let him know. Let him know the. Uh, let them know about our sponsor and our sweet deals we have. Oh shit! We have
0: uh, handheld Legend. If you go over to handheldlegend.com/slash/retrogamedude, you can save ten dollars off your first purchase. What do they sell? Do you ask? I almost forgot to mention that part. They sell great things like backlit screens for your Game Boy Advance. I want so much fucking caffeine right now, it's not even funny. So if you want like cool-ass like backlit screens for your like Game Boy Advance, your Game Boy Color, um, all that good stuff, display stands, um, that's all there. Buy it. Use code uh, RETROGAMEDUDE at checkout. Save $10 off your first purchase. Um, you get a healthy savings of $10. I get a kickback. Everyone wins, Trade offer.
1: The right? <laughs> You get savings, I get kicked back. <laughs> That's right.
0: And then, of course, we can dump it into this channel and do cool giveaways like we did a couple weeks ago. We gave away Assassin's Creed Collection to someone in Discord. So if you're not part of my Discord, I don't know what you're doing with your life at this point, but it's Wait there. Wait second. Do the thing. I call shenanigans. Do you?
1: I'm pretty sure it was Bioshock Collection. It was the Bioshock collection. I think there's just been so much Assassin's Creed happening this week Dude, that it's bleeding over into the rest of reality.
0: <laughs> Too much Assassin's Creed. Make it fucking stop. <laughs> um, oh, to be oh, bad,
1: yeah. I mean, if you're if you're in the Discord, we've done some really cool stuff. We do movie nights usually on Fridays. We skipped oh, yeah. last Friday, but that's because it's been kind of chaotic. It's been busy. Um, but we've been we do anime, we do movies. Uh, we've been doing giveaways. Retro Heroes given away. Doki uh, Doki Literature Club Plus. He gave away uh, uh, Metroid Dread when that came around. He gave away the uh, Bioshock Infinite, and I'm pretty sure you did something before that too. I Way get, before all those ones. I don't. Fantasy 10 and, and collection 10 collection on the Switch. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's uh, he is a benevolent god. I try. Who bestows <laughs> blessings when possible?
0: Pretty much any money I make on this stream which is not much but it all gets immediately dumped back into the stream so i don't really make a profit on this i'm not here to make a mm-hmm. profit on it. i'm here to have fun so right as soon absolutely. as it's not, not fun anymore i will stop <clears throat> excuse me so um yeah that's our sponsor <laughs> oh oh speaking of movie night i forgot to tell you um you have not seen serial experiments lane yet have you serial
1: experiments lane yes I have no idea what that is. Okay, we we'll not seen it. We're gonna okay. watch it.
0: It's a series. It's phenomenal.
1: Um, put your safety like, belts on. Is this is this like in the same line as like the Gooners or whatever we watched? <laughs> what? <laughs> the the Goobies? The Goonies?
0: No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What Maybe the hell is this show
2: headlines. tonight? Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Coopers. <laughs>
0: Alright, so... <laughs> Bioshock uh, Infinite has... Or not Bioshock Infinite. There's just been a leak for Bioshock. Um, Twitter Twitter account oops leaks. Oops, I leaked. Uh, everything I know, heard about Bioshock. It looks like the, the, we're going to have a female protagonist. And it's going to take place in Antarctica. Seems weird, but like, what if the city... Is like buried in ice or something. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> like when you first hear about it, right? It's like the first two were underwater, the third one was in the cloud. So it's like they always seem like they're staged in a way that doesn't seem like it's plausible. Sure. I could be out of sight, out of mind right? Yeah. Now, what's interesting, if it's a female protagonist, what's interesting to me about that is oh. infinite. For those of you who haven't played, it's a it's a several years old game. I don't care if it's spoilers. Yeah. Infinite wrapped up the story of 1 and 2 into its story as well with the two DLCs they did for it. Mm-hmm. And it became, like, one big story across all three games that was, like, contained, sort of. And so I wonder what Bioshock would be moving into now. <clears throat> a female protagonist could be another, like, Elizabeth iteration. But I'm not sure if they'd want to do that, right? Because sure. like... They did Bioshock one and then two, and two was set in the same location with s- recurring similar characters. And Bioshock Infinite had its two DLCs, which was tailored around that idea and blending it into the original Bioshock. I almost feel like this would be like a whole new thing, with maybe like a plot twist, surprise ending. It's actually connected. Blah blah blah. Something something. Um, I guess we have to see. I would like to see more out of the. Do you remember the the twins? I didn't play names? much
0: past the first one, and I regret. Not. Oh,
1: okay. There's there was these cool twins. It was like Robert and uh, Robert and Rosaline, maybe the, these twins that like showed up all throughout Infinite, and like they'd show up when they couldn't be there, and they would do things and then leave, and like you could tell there was something about them that was like otherworldly or something because they mm. could always like you'd go through an area that like you were like in the middle of like locked in a bit like a facility or something, and they would just be there. Too. To show up, yeah. <laughs> right and they would always like disappear on the blink of an eye like you turn a corner and they'd be gone and they would do these like cool metaphysical things like talk about like multiple realities and how it would work if you did this and that like you walk up to him at one point in the beginning of infinite and they ask you to flip the coin you flip the coin and it comes up like heads and she's like interesting and she puts it like in the thing and as they go to and he has a board on the front says heads and there's like they put a mark for the one heads but then as he walks away the whole back of the board says tails and it's filled with the marks which means that you were the <laughs> first one to get heads out of all the ones they tried it with or whatever <laughs> and like it, it feels like it doesn't make sense until you've beaten the game and then you go back and play it a second time and you're like oh, okay these guys are actually related to everything that's happening and, and what's happening even in the beginning is like stuff that you're supposed to play again to understand it um i'd like to see more done with those two because they didn't really get a resolution like we know what's up with them but we, I, I don't know it just feels <clears throat> like i would like more closure with those two characters maybe do something cool with them cool but yeah, who knows i, was, uh, I mean these projects are yeah the way these projects work it's like it could be a completely new thing it could be tied there's no way to tell uh, is it is this fire shock going to be ken levine that's a great question i don't know because i thought that i know that entire studio got like wiped right yeah like deleted basically But then I think like 2K or whoever was like, "We're still going to do another one later." But I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if there's much,
0: honestly. uh, And for all you Fraser and Mash and Cheers fans, different Ken Levine. Um, Uh, Let me take a look here. I don't think I don't think we know much about this game yet. Okay. Um, it looks like there might have been a cancelled Bioshock called Burial at Sea, or is that is that DLC? That was the DLC okay. for,
1: that was the DLC that was completed for Infinite.
0: He's with Ghost right? Story Games yeah. now, so unless that studio's doing this, I don't think it's
1: him. Okay, that might actually be a good thing because as much as I liked the Bioshock trilogy and mm-hmm. the, the stuff that came out of it. Um, a little a little while ago, I think it maybe a couple years back or a couple years after Infinite, somewhere in that void in the middle, um, A lot of information came out that, while Kevin Levine is is a creative genius, he's also a complete asshole to his, like, work teams. Um, Aren't they all? (laughs) He was very, he was very much that standard, like, this project lives and breathes because of me. Uh Like, you guys are only here to carry out my vision, like, shitting on people in front of all the other employees and belittling people and and all that. This guy is the
0: guy who's, like, he's... They're saying like he's like stochastic, disjointed. He doesn't have any like vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. He's, yeah. He's the one
1: who's all over the place. He, and it's like it's got to be the way that I do it. Yeah. He started his own
0: studio. He's not going to be doing Bioshock. No. Okay.
1: Good. Yeah. Because yeah. as much as as much as he was eventually able to put out good products, I hear that it was mostly because the studio would hire like closers to come in, and we've heard mm-hmm. this story how many times where like studios can't finish their products because they're all over the place, so they're not sure what to cut, what to do. And they bring in a closer, and the closer starts making cuts and starts doing hardline decisions and says, "No, we have to do this." Like we saw that with uh Outri- not Outriders, what was it? Yeah. Anthem Sorry. had that problem. Oh yeah, oh. Anthem Anthem specifically was where the first mm-hmm. time I learned about the phrase "closer" because they literally had to hire someone to come in and start making the decisions, or they'd never get it out.
0: Right. Yeah. So speaking of studios that had to bring in closers, uh, CD project Red is mm-hmm. um, talking about doing multiple Witcher iterations looks like they're going to be doing like possibly a trilogy or you know maybe a two series project they said they have their largest team um working on cyberpunk's expansion and it's probably their largest team at this point because they had to hire outsource and hire in so many modders out of the community which is what they literally did um and they have i guess their smaller team right now working on building up um this new witcher title and I guess there is a strategic partnership between them and Epic Games. Um, to now, because they're, they're going to be moving forward with the Unreal Engine 5. Um, I think they were mm-hmm. using... Were they using in-house stuff up until this point? I, mm-hmm. I
1: believe so. I, I couldn't say. I think that
0: was one of the fallbacks on Cyberpunk being a mess because of that. I could be wrong there. I don't quite remember, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. So I would expect to at least see some timed exclusive with with Epic. Probably not on consoles, but I would assume that, you know we probably won't see it come to Steam for like another year, year and a half. Um, yeah, most after after it releases. So um, yeah, the the first the first of the series games is in development, um, and I guess they are going to be. They're in pre-production until the end of quarter one, so Ugh. you know we'll keep an eye on that and you know talk about what happens next when we know more. Um, yeah, that speaking of Phantom Liberty, I guess is it looks like it's going to be the only expansion we get for t- Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, um, which kind of feels kind of feels bad. So the big downside is too is um they're only going to be running this patch and expansion or the the expansion itself. um, It's going to be focused on PC Stadia, PlayStation five and Xbox series X and S. They are not doing it for last gen consoles. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest mistake that they made was to make sure that this ran on last gen consoles and it didn't. Um, This would have been like a great feature for like exclusivity for like newer gen consoles. But again, um, we, I mean, we, we hit that issue with both consoles being coming out way too early and then not having enough supply for people who wanted to buy them. Um, and right. I think that fucked up a lot of people's calendars. Obviously, Cyberpunk 2077 was um, definitely part of that. Uh, so, yeah, oh, the yeah. big downside is, is that previous-gen consoles are not going to be getting this. Um, they are going to be focusing on bug fixes a lot um, as well. Um, that's why we are <clears throat> we're seeing the biggest team working on this stuff still, because it obviously needs the attention. But, yeah, that's for... On. PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox uh, One owners, you are out of luck. Even Stadia is getting, getting um, forward development on this. And it happened to be like the one most reliable version of the game. So,
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see how that turns out too. Because Final Fantasy tried this approach with Seven Remake, mm-hmm. where Integrate was only PC and PS5. Mm-hmm. And that held for, I think anywhere from like three to six months before they relented and found a way to make it work on the PS4. Sure. We'll figure. But, um, I don't think we'll see that on CD project. I think project does not have that sort of, that's a good way to put this. I think they're behind the ball too much already to bother trying to do, like, things that fans would appreciate. I think at this point, they're just trying to get what they can do done. Sure.
0: And, I, th- I mean, so. from the beginning, they did promise, like, they were going to do DLC. Um, but I think they've just gotten to the point where they've exhausted themselves so much. So they're like, all right, we'll do the we'll do a DLC for this and get our hands off of it as fast as possible. Yep, I hmm. agree. Um, that's probably what their plan is. And it sucks. Um, the game, I think, thematically, I really liked it. It needed a lot more attention, obviously. I would have loved mm-hmm. to see more do it. Them do more of this. Maybe they'll do a sequel, Cyberpunk twenty seventy eight, and they'll come back to this, do it right, and give us the game we deserved in the first place. So, um, oh, yeah. there's always that. <clears throat> there's always hope. Uh, hopefully, they learn something from this. Um, I mean, being sued by your investors is definitely a, a way to light a, light a fire under your ass. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> I I hope for their sake that yeah. they. Uh give it another go and give it a better shake next time actually actually stick to their initial proposal which is waiting until it's done to put it out Um, i don't know what they were like dunking on people for that they were like it'll come when it's ready and then they completely blew that that's what she said what yeah yeah (laughs) i just i just love like they were like they did like the cheeky like huh everyone keeps giving dates and having to do delays we're just gonna put it out when it's done and then they were like oh by the way here's the release date and it's like two years early just kidding it was actually april just kidding it's actually this fall it's still a year early oh what do you mean the game was like half-baked and still like a year early that's weird like come on guys <laughs> you you have to joke about how like you're not the team to do that but then be those guys like right but we had a whole, we've had discussions about how that probably went down i guarantee that was going public and being beholden to shareholders stakeholders all of a sudden made a lot of financial incentives changed and uh yeah, sucks for them, I guess. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like there's a night and day
0: difference between a, mm-hmm. a private company and a publicly held one. <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course it sucks because most of, like ninety, the bottom ninety percent of that company were still people working on their passion project. But now all of a sudden they're on the clock, now all of a sudden they don't have time, they don't have the support, they're being pressured, crunch is happening, right? Weird social interactions are happening where you have to get your bonus by like sucking up to your boss, like all oh, this shit happened and It sucks. So I thought, I thought hopefully they hopefully they learn right. that lesson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he said you started saying sucking. I'm like, oh no, don't say it. Uh,
1: anyway, no, no, yeah. Like, they, they did like that whole like, we're going to go out for beers. Do you want to come with us? And you know, the dude's <clears> holding <throat> bonus tokens to get bonuses. And you're like, yeah, I don't even drink, but I have to, right? Got to be friends with you. <laughs> like, right. So, yeah, a lot of that happened. That sucked. love but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, we'll see. I, I would say that Witcher is definitely their bread and butter, as they've shown. And maybe it was a fluke that, because I know for, for Cyberpunk, a lot of it was stuff they've never done. So. Cities were huge. Vehicles, a lot of things were things they just never had to do before with Witcher. So there's always that possibility that they kind of, like, what's what's that phrase? They they shot for the moon and they kind of fell short. And that, or I guess it's more like an Icarus, like burning his wings, right? Like they went too close to the sun with how popular they were, and sure. kind of got burned. So maybe now, like staying with like the realm of Witcher, might be a little more of a grounded expectation for people.
0: I mean, if they if they flop, which this next Witcher, that's going to be bad. Well, that uh, that would be
1: wild, right? Because like, imagine putting out Witcher two and then Witcher three, and then going over to Cyberpunk bombing it, and then coming back to Witcher and bombing that. That's got to be like a death knell, right? If they put out Witcher and it's panned, they're done for, right? Like, oh yeah, that's there two are, bad games there, in a row. One of which is the game that made them famous for being not bad. Like, that's not a good sign,
0: right? So yeah that that would be that would be it for them. <laughs> yeah, they would lose. They, all they need ability.
1: to they need to take a page out of uh, Stray's book and make a cyberpunk game that fully functions and is enjoyable. It has cats. It does have cats. Maybe, like, 20% more cats, 80% less dildos. Just the thought. Just an idea. you
0: have a strange... Like, why are there so many dildos? Like
1: This game's for adults. That's why we can have this. Oh, we can have 45 <laughs> dildos on a chair at a bar. because in, in
0: every background. <laughs> in Midnight City, you can be dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, next story. Um, Steam is doing official Steam Deck repair centers now. Um, so they said here, repairs for issues covered under warranty are free of charge. If a Steam Deck comes in that is not covered under warranty, our team will reach out and offer repair. Uh, the will de- repair the device for, for uh, a fee if the repair is possible. The out of warranty mm-hmm. repair service is completely optional, uh, and you can ask for your device back if you prefer. So, obviously, with, with systems, wear and tear is inevitable. Um, accidents happen. Uh, God, I, I, I know. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's nice to see that, you know, they're, they're ramping up like this kind of like assembly line, offering support in multiple ways. Um, because we talked about it was it last week or week or so ago it's like oh you know they're entering the gaming space now like they, they need to have x y and z and this is definitely a step forward definitely. in this direction to wanting to take this seriously so um, we we've seen before where they you know they've experimented with stuff and they were just like kind of like you know all right it's, this kind of flopped and we're not going to do it anymore it's very a very Google oh, yeah. move out of them um, they did it with right. like the the steam link and the steam controller uh, both of which I got stupid cheap because again those... this things flopped and um, oh yeah i remember weren't they yeah. doing
1: like a five dollar steam controller deal yes, one time i
0: bought two during a, steam and they're deal? They're yeah. a box i got one out i'm like this feels like shit
1: <laughs> I yeah uh, i remember when they came through at gamestop I, we had our hands on it and i, yeah, was, like, I was like why did they put the buttons on the back of the controller yeah, yeah. it was weird <laughs> um same with like the steam link the steam link came through and it was like yeah it's cool but nobody ever asked for it so yeah. and then same thing they feel like they abandoned it i do say it feels like it does feel like setting up repair centers for Steam Deck makes them feel like they are taking it seriously, which is a great sign. It means Absolutely. they plan to actually support it going forward. They bothered to actually set up infrastructure for supporting it instead of just being like, "Well, we shipped them."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's great.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and they they have also become victim of uh, stick drift, which if you're using the same bits and pieces that everyone other company is using, you're going to be victim mm. of it. It's just inherent of the product, but. Um, I did find, and I don't remember the company's name, uh, but there is a kit out there. If you want the Hall Effect um, controllers, you can get them, <clears throat> and you can swap them out. The great thing about the Steam Deck is those controllers, uh, the actual um, Joy-Cons are modular. So there's no soldering mm-hmm. involved. There's four screws on each one. You pop them out. You just need like, a jig if you really want to take it seriously not fuck up your thing when you have it upside down. Um, sure. You pop off the back, you screw those in, put them out, feed in the ribbon cables, boom, you're good to go. So... Yeah, yeah, if you're looking for that Hall effect, just Google it. I forget the, I don't, I don't want to do it live on stream, but um, the, the yeah, kits are right. out there and they are great. So
1: definitely so, look into that. Question related to this this whole thing Have we seen or heard anything about theme deck issues? Is it really just Thick Drift so far? So the, I haven't heard of anyone having like actual problems with their with their. There this feels more was like a preemptive, if there's problems, not like they're opening it in response to an issue.
0: When it first dropped, there was um, some Steam Drift, some Steam Drift, Jesus, um, some Joico, <laughs> whatever Drift, there was some issues. Um, yeah, they did uh, release a software patch that seemed to fix it, and I think a lot of it had to do with Dead Zones, more so than mm-hmm. an actual Drift. So they did patch okay. that, but again, this is using the same technology that Xbox is using in their same controller, and that PlayStation is using in their same controllers. And you can literally, like the PlayStation Xbox controllers, you can literally f- physically swap out
1: for one controller right. together. They're off-the-shelf the, uh, parts. So, that like, control box thing with the ant- yeah, yeah. Right. I right. You mean. Um, so that's interesting. I-, I remember there was like reports that the Steam Deck was overheating, but it was during that crazy heat wave, so it was right. given. Sure, and they were saying don't bring it outside and play in the heat and stuff. And I think Why Switch had that problem. Wasn't there Switches overheating too? There it was, was. Yeah, I think it was literally like it was in Europe when it was like 115 degrees out. Yeah, and people were charging the devices while playing it, and it was like it's overheating. Of course, but um, well, that's good because I, I I would I'd much rather hear that they're doing this in preparation to be taking it seriously and not like one of those crisis responses to like a bunch of them are having problems and they respond by. Cranking out repair centers. It sounds like doing it for the right reasons, and um, that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, information. Great. <laughs> that's
1: one of the next nice
0: story. Um, I have reached my. Um, I think my capping quota for the day. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Jim Ryan and the Xbox Call of Duty circle jerk. <laughs> the. Um, so I guess we're getting closer and closer to the final call of whether or not this Activision deal goes through. Um, And Xbox is kind of vague booking with what their plans are with Call of Duty going forward. Um, They say, you know, for the next several years, they'll still make sure that it goes to PlayStation. Um, Jim Ryan saying not good enough. We want to know specifics. And I think, you know, the worry is, is that they're just, kind of provided lip service so that this deal will go through and they're not bound to anything sure. specific. So, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, the deal goes through 2024 the, and Xbox is like, all right, we're not doing Call of Duty anymore. Um, and I mean, Sony does have a right to be worried at the end of the day. That's a huge piece of their bread and butter. Sure. Uh, so, you know, one one... Call of Duty originally came out. It was hugely popular on Xbox 360, and then the next following generation, there was a huge migration to PlayStation Four. Um, Before, yeah. And you got to think, like Sony makes a cut out of all that DLC, all that digital DLC that sells. They make a cut off of uh, any digital games that sell, and you know, with digital becoming more popular as far as a medium for purchase, Sony's very concerned that this is you know going to be a, a, a huge dent in their revenue. Personally, I think they should resurrect some old, old games to compete, but um, we know that, you know, they they bought Bungie to look forward to doing more live service games, and I'm sure that they're, they're a competitors in the works, but, um, you know, we'll see. So it's just kind of like a weird situation where obviously Sony is going to be worried um, about this, this deal going through and just not really holding up against their end
1: of the bargain there. I was on my son's laptop, so, like, the parental lock at 10 o'clock happened, and I was like, (laughs) don't cite the old laws to me, which I was there when it was written. I had to log back in on it. (laughs) That's great. Good old Microsoft Um, family app. I think, like, my big gripe that I have... Well, it's really good at keeping him in check when I'm... If necessary. But, like, I I was using his computer, and I was like, oh, no. I've I've done it to myself. Um, No, I think, like, the... I think my my big gripe with the whole thing with Xbox was, like, it feels kind of disingenuous the way they were like, oh, we promised several years. And then they're trying to say several is, like, three. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get it. It's, you know, a couple is two and more than a couple, I guess, is several. But, like, I know if I ever went to hand you anything, like, if I was like, yeah, I sent you several Magic cards and you opened up an envelope with three, you'd be like, I was expecting more. Like, several sounds like more than sure than just a couple it's deli- like
0: deliberately nebulous and, and
1: yeah that's what it feels like to me it feels like it's a bad faith like yeah we said we'd give you several years and we're doing something that most people wouldn't really call several and it's like yeah <laughs> right. like exactly. if i was like yeah I, oh yeah i made i made several dollars doing a thing and then i made three dollars you'd be like that's not really like several that's like mm-hmm. not even a handful and it's like yeah yeah so yeah that whole thing feels like kind of disingenuous, and it really, like you said, it just feels like they're trying to do, like, like, how do we get away with making this thing happen without looking like we're gonna have an unfair advantage, because that's what they're looking for. So. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And, like, at the end of the day, even if they did share it with PlayStation, they still have the unfair advantage, I guess, you could call it an unfair advantage, of them still having a day one ready for a Game Pass. Sure. Um, but... Absolutely. At, at the, My takeaway from this is I have zero faith in them being able to produce anything in-house at this point. I don't see Activision coming in helping other studios. I see it just being more bogged down for Microsoft. Um, yeah. So, I, I I, can also, you know, see a world where Call of Duty, it's not a great game, I think, personally, to begin with. I think it's really cookie-cutter, and it's just, it's Madden with guns at this point. Um, yeah. I don't I, I can see the quality of that game going down even further um, well, because like, it's on this Game Pass model. Well,
1: I feel like, especially lately, it feels like Call of Duty is surviving on brand name. Like you get the people oh, who buy Madden, yeah. or the people who buy Call of Duty, they buy one every year, and they're like, "Well, yeah, it wasn't great, but like I bought it again." It's like <laughs> right. we get people playing stuff like like Valorant, we get people saying even playing stuff like Fortnite, playing stuff like uh, what's the other one. Um... Valorant. there's another one that's like a hero shooter style we got overwatch 2 in the books coming down down the pipes you saw destiny kicking around like it doesn't feel like call of duty is the pinnacle shooter in any capacity i guess it depends what you like to play mm-hmm. but it feels like if call, of duty, if call of duty died and we were left with like things like battlefield destiny for sci-fi shooter overwatch for hero shooter valorant and uh whatever the other one is i keep forgetting the name of that's not valorant overwatch like no, not. There's another. Uh, Valorant is the one. There's Valorant, but there's another one. Apex. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like we have all these other shooters that have varying degrees of feel-good shooter mechanics, depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking for more special abilities, you're probably looking for like Destiny or maybe Overwatch. Or if you're looking for like hero stuff you've got stuff like overwatch and uh apex i believe which is like you get your hero character right and then you've got like, valorant's got more like team-based shooting and you've got like you know you've got all these other games of shooting i mean even halo infinite is technically an option um it sure is <laughs> technically but you know what i'm saying it doesn't feel like call it back in the day it felt like call of duty was like the best shooter every year because there wasn't that right. many shooters that were even good Right. it was yeah. like you had call of duty you had battlefield and that was kind of
0: it we're we've, we're going into a time
1: where a lot
0: of these games that you've mentioned are moving into this space to compete, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's like if I was into this shooter stuff, I and like I have on my like I'm only PlayStation. I, I have so many other options to go towards. Like it's it's not Absolutely. like, You look what happened to World of Warcraft. It's like it went to shit. They introduced all these terrible like pay for mechanics. Everyone migrated to Final Fantasy fourteen. Um Not just that, but if you
1: think about it. <laughs> Think of it. I never thought about it until you mentioned it just now. But actually, World of Warcraft, when they started their like downfall and they were having a lot of problems, did you notice know what happened? A lot of games sprung up quickly to take that place because not only was Final Fantasy fourteen already there and got a lot of that migration, mm-hmm. but stuff like um, Black New Desert World. Online got a lot more popular. Mm-hmm. New World showed up like all of a sudden. Um, and then what was the other one? That the more recent one you got? Uh, not you, Dark Tried, not New World. Oh. um... I tried a on one or something maybe? Um, something. I forget, but yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. It's been advertised like crazy lately. The last, um, the last like few months or so. But like a bunch of Lost other Art. like MMO style games, Lost Ark, yeah, a bunch of other MMO style games kind of showed up to try to take that spot, and had varying levels of success. I wouldn't necessarily say anything. Is like obviously World of Warcraft is still trucking and right. still making their attempt. But I would say, like, at this point, as far as I can tell, World of Warcraft is a distant second to Final Fantasy, if not behind, like, Lost Ark or something. Lost Lost Ark is doing numbers. I don't know what their numbers numbers are right now,
0: but they are, they have been doing numbers, so.
1: Yeah. And you're seeing these other live service games sort of start to fill that space where, like, you know, is Genshin Impact World of Warcraft? No, but a lot of people will pick up something like Genshin and keep playing it because it's got continually live service. They're continually be new content, new content, new content.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we just saw what's that new one? It's like Tower of Fantasy, which is basically looks like it wants to be Genshin. But that one's picking up speed and getting a lot of people playing. And sure, it just feels like your game has to be something unique or special for it to stand out nowadays. And... Call of Duty for me hasn't done that in years, I don't think. No, I don't think this not. generation of Call of Duty. Because it used to even be back in the day, like when people told you Call of Duty's, so I could name you exactly which Call of Duty's came out when because people were hyped for them and there was a lot of like support mm-hmm. and they had different teams working in each one. So they had sort of a feel. And they still have the teams, obviously. But like, I don't remember. Like, last Call of Duty was like. It didn't do exactly it Black great. Ops? Was it Black Ops again? The original Black Ops again or something? Or is that what's this uh, year? I, I, I don't I even know. That. I know the last yeah. few Call of Duty, like, they did Call of Duty and they did it all to like to like ghosts or so. And then after they did that, I think they did Modern Warfare 3 or or not Modern Warfare, maybe maybe 4. Oh, I don't even know. It just kind of all started to blend together. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you don't have that problem with games like Apex and games like Valorant and all these other games that fit this niche because like those are just running games that don't do you know, it's not, cycle it, games. It'd be one thing if it was like call yeah, it would be one thing if it was like Call of Duty every year. Was like expansion like Destiny because you know the core game is the core game and you're just picking up the new the new content. Which honestly, I'm surprised Call of Duty hasn't done.
0: Well, they do have like their their own free to play f- game that's almost like yeah. it's competing with itself at this point.
1: Yeah, that's a weird thing too. I'm a, I'm almost surprised Call of Duty doesn't just settle into like the expansion model like Destiny does because it feels I like you could just get away with that. Yeah, call it like I don't know something stupid,
0: not to be cliche, but everyone everyone's already done it, but. Call of Duty Infinite, boom, and then you have seasons, a season pass. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny, um, but no, like no, they I just do like season passes, just like they do every other game. But in my uh, head, I
1: was, in my head, I was like Call of Duty
0: Mirage, Call of Duty Mirage, nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, and it's like we've we've seen the same thing with Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. It's like they put so much yeah, into these games. Yeah. It's like there's the only thing that makes sense going forward is season passes at this point, because what do you do with Mario well, Kart yeah. now? What do you do with Super Smash, Super Smash Brothers? Do you do all this licensing all over again with all of these characters again for the next game, or right? Or
1: do you make it a live service so you don't have to keep renewing these licenses? I, and that's what's that's what's a killer too because we saw that with like when people thought Smashers when when people thought Mario Kart was not putting out a new Mario Kart. Remember, like one year, like a Nintendo Direct rolled around, mm-hmm. and Mario Kart was like, "We're not doing anything with it right now." And then, like, within the next six months, we got tons of, like, like Chocobo Racing Grand Prix, like, Crash Bandicoot Racing. Um, we got, like, four or five kart racing games. Garfield all Kart sudden, Racers, like, baby! <laughs> within, like, a year, all of a sudden everybody was making kart racers, and then Mario Kart was like, oh, by the way, DLC. And that was like, oh. But, like, Smash has that problem, too. Remember? Smash was like, yeah, after we do uh, our second wave of DLC, we're not doing any more. And then Sora came out, and they were like, no, we were serious. Mm-hmm. We're not making any more content for Smash. And then, like, Within three weeks or four weeks, it was like multiverses got announced, There was like, oh yeah, multiverses is coming, Nickelodeon Smash Brawlers thing is coming. Like, so, uh, several games tried to fill that gap immediately as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, like you said, like, what do you do with Smash? You can't make a better Smash game at this point. You take the game that exists and you add to it again. Right. Or, my only other thing I think they might try to do with Smash or Mario Kart, or maybe both, would be to go back to like Melee and like do a re remaster of melee do a remaster of double dash or something mm-hmm. so that they could sort of get away with like extending the brand without having to do all the licensing crap associated with it and that doesn't feel like the greatest does it like doing No remasters. it doesn't so no i'm not a fan but i do know that it would make money i know people sure. would buy a melee remaster or or whatever especially if it was if it was just a straight melee remaster with like online mm-hmm. a lot of people would buy it just for the fact that you could hold melee tournaments at conventions without having to worry about doing this weird Hacking thing they were doing to make it happen online. Not that it was anything crazy, but like they were they were basically like it, what injecting software to make it do online link matches or whatever, so they could play online. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Nintendo like closing down on that. They they were like, oh, you can't do that or whatever. Right. So like a melee remake or and not a remake, but like even just a melee remaster, just cleaning it up and putting it on the Switch for forty fifty bucks would fix that problem for the community, and it would make Nintendo a bunch of holiday money, which they know they like doing. Everybody likes doing that. Sure. Um, and same with Double Dash. Double Dash is a mechanic that hasn't happened since, like, what, the N64 or the GameCube, whatever it was. So, like, I think mean, GameCube, I think. They so, sort of like...
0: Add in as a game mode. Again, that doesn't have to be oh, they like totally it's, could. it's own yep. thing. Just slap it in as a game mode in, in Mario Kart 8 or 9, wherever the fuck we're on now, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just but, more um, to add value to a game that already exists. I'm all yeah, for Double absolutely. Dash. I never played it. It didn't it look appealing feel
1: like... to me, but it seems like it's overwhelmingly a good thing, but... I never played Double Dash either. It's specifically, I never played Double Dash when it came out in the GameCube on purpose, so that in the future, if I ever met someone like Claire who liked Double Dash, I could be like, "Oh, I've never played it." Uh-huh. It was oh, intentional. I'm yeah. glad you're here, Claire, because you're you're allowing me to reach my potential. of got to love when a plan comes together. Yeah, when it all comes together. No, it just, it feels like Call of Duty should either go live service and do like yearly expansions or updates or something instead of trying to like launch a new full Call of Duty every year. Mm. Or I don't even know what to do with them. It's just, I don't, I think the only reason it sells at all is brand name. And I haven't looked right. at Call of Duty sales in a while, but I know Call of Duty used to scream from the rooftops that they were like the best selling game. And I haven't heard that in forever. I almost feel like at this point they're just coasting on their name. And trying to see how it goes, I guess. But I have no idea. I don't look at their financials. I haven't looked at their sales for Call of Duty. So I may not be correct about this. It just feels like the Call of Duty generation feels like it's over. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I keep
0: saying about Microsoft is, like, they buy studios that have already peaked. And I think that, you know, the Call of Duty in general has kind of peaked.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. I don't think we had, you know, five to ten years ago, we didn't have... You had Halo competing with Call of Duty, and you had, like, Battlefield. But Battlefield was always considered its own beast because it was a lot more about the big battles and mm-hmm. the tanks and stuff, and not so much about, like, the individual shooter moments like you have in, like, Halo. And in the last seven years or so, we've gotten, you know, uh, the the team who made Titanfall made Apex, and you, Valorant popped up. Um, even stuff like Fortnite, PUBG, like... You just had a lot of options to shoot things, and a lot of them feel better than COD in my opinion. And even there was one year where Call of Duty felt like it tried to be Destiny. Like all the, you had supers that were on your back trigger maps, like or on your front triggers. And it was mm-hmm. like, it would be like a bunch of like knives, like magnetic knives. And it was like, this is Blade Barrage. And like one of them was like a big gun thing that you could shoot up It was like, it was all like Destiny supers. And they were even mapped the same way and it all felt the same. And, like, you could run on the walls, and you could fly a little bit here and there, and you could do these crazy movements that all just felt like it was trying to be Destiny's combat. But then even the next game didn't feel like that anymore because they had the three teams working on Call of Duty. So every third game feels similar to the last, like that third one. Mm-hmm. But in between those games, you've got the other teams working on it. So you get different movement ideas, different ways to do this and do that. Like, so it's like they were so worried about making sure there was a COD every year that the consistency fell off. And I just feel like the brand is the only thing that carries it now. 100% agree but oh, we'll see what they do with it. I, I think in their it would be in their best interest in my opinion to put one team in charge and make it the other two teams work on expansions and content and just have it be like a rotating thing. They do. Let's keep going here. PlayStation
0: five gets an update this week or already dropped. Um, It's getting uh, 1440p monitor support, uh, something that the thing probably should have launched with. Also getting game game lists on the uh, user interface. Again, something that it probably should have launched with. So uh, if you haven't updated your firmware on your PlayStation 5, go do that now uh, so you can get that forward support. I'll be interested to see how that works, especially when I'm grabbing um, video off of it with a capture card. So we'll see what it does there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also announced, um, what do we have here? A gray camouflage collection. Tra- um, uh, is this going to, oh, uh, do I have like the wrong thing? I do. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm backwards. Um, the gray camouflage controller they're announcing here. It also has a matching plate for the PlayStation five and obviously the headset here too. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a thing. I'm not big into camouflage. Yeah, but yeah, if either. this is your jam,
1: here it is!
0: Yay!
1: The only thing but I was like, uh, yeah, good. Well, my house, my yeah, you can't tell from the camera view, but my house is all different shades of gray camo already. Mm-hmm. And if I just got that for my controller, I'd lose it. It's fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't find my controller in this pile of gray ass leaves. Oh shit!
1: Right. Oh, why
0: did i have to be born colorblind too. Um. So yeah, that's a thing. Uh, if you want camouflage look on your PlayStation. There, there's that for you. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Last uh, right. quick headline, we have um, people who were worried the Direct was going to be canceled, free or not. It looks, rumor-wise, looks like we're still going to get a Direct. Um, I would expect to see an announcement um, either tomorrow or Tuesday for a either a Tuesday or Wednesday Direct. Let's hope. Um, and obviously, there's been a huge speculation about Wind Waker um and Metroid Prime coming to mm-hmm. be announced for the Gamecube I'm hoping for a uh, F0 announcement as well we'll see
1: but yeah I think I think your speculation about F0 because it's a 1080p game being brought up makes a lot of sense it it does um and that's the thing it's like what what do
0: we have left as far as what we can bring up that hasn't already been ported on the Wii U or the, or the switch there's not much right. left so with all the clearing of people wanting to get an F0 game, like the only other thing i can think of that people are bitching for is like mother 3 being translated to the us and i don't see that happening. so right i but we the we know metroid prime is coming, we know it's in the works mm-hmm. in some way shape or form.
1: yeah, if, some, if i'm not mistaken, we reported earlier that metroid prime 1, like the original metroid prime remake was done, wasn't it? like right, and they shelved it. Somehow someone yeah, someone leaked that it. it was like it had wrapped the the actual remake of it, yeah. Right, we're also
0: expecting either like a Wind Waker or a Wind Waker um, Twilight Princess double pack, which would be phenomenal. Be nice. um, oh yeah, I'd be all over that. I just want to play Wind Waker, man. I
1: just want to play it. They they give us Wind Waker, but the weapons break. <sighs> don't even. <laughs>
2: don't
3: they give
1: us? Don't you? They dare give me. us Wind Waker. They give us Wind Waker, and they make a quality of life improvement to the game. But the quality of life improvement <laughs> of the <laughs> game <laughs> is locked behind a bird amiibo. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, that's a real story. So.
0: That is, <laughs> yep, that, that actually <laughs> happened. Oh, you want fast traveling? Well, you have to buy
1: this amiibo yeah. that everyone so else is going to want. Sixteen ninety nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't lose your fast travel token. It's not an NFT. Trust me. Right. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I'd, I'd like time to be a trilogy. I hope that's what they do. I
0: really do too. Uh, it would feel so bad if they just did the first one. And they're like, well, here's four. Yeah,
1: it would feel so
0: bad. So I mean it's been it's been delayed for a long time. We know that this game's been in existence for a hot ass minute. Um, I think it's been what sent over to Retro Studios to get fixed and finished.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so uh the original yeah Prime remake no Prime Four I should say was originally going to be done in house at Nintendo, and after they did their initial few iterations of the game, they realized they just weren't making it feel right or like it wasn't it wasn't what they wanted it to be, and. So they, they went back into contract with Retro Studios in Texas and they were like, please do Metroid Prime four because you guys do it right and so the, and you know, more a lot of power to them for doing that because it takes sure. a lot to like look at a year into you know, a year or two years deep into this project and be like, We can't do this the way that it needs to be done. Like it'd be like a movie director being like, I can't make this movie like the way that it should be, so I'm handing it to the person who made the original. Like a lot of credit for that. Um when they could have just said, like, fuck it, put it out, like get it done, spend two more years on it, give yeah. us whatever you can give us and put it out, Slime Attack on it, who cares if it's bad? Nintendo will that never. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like,
0: to quote Video Game Donkey, Nintendo mm-hmm. will not publish anything that isn't fucking gold. And that's just kind of where we're at with them. So, yeah, they will de- delay a game 10 fucking years because they don't have the tech for it. Uh, like we saw with Metroid Dread. Um, yeah. So they're well, they're yeah, not afraid to exactly. shelf shit
1: until they know well, they can make it. They're known for right. that stuff. Right. Like, like literally, like, you ask people, like, that's like that's like the famous like Miyamoto quote, right? Like uh, the delayed good is the delayed game is eventually good quote right. or whatever. Like, they would they would be the king of fools to simply give that that quote away. Um, <laughs> so can, yeah. I, can I talk
0: about my masterfully crafted, um, Mad City lyrics that no one else appreciated on stream last Dude.
1: night? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I feel so bad I wasn't there to like catch it. That was oh, great. Man. So, so before we head out into our main stories, we have one more quick headline that I didn't get a chance to pencil in here, but I'm just going to go ahead and just drop it on you. Ease it in the um, where's <laughs> Where is Silk Song? Where is Silk Song? Come um, on, Xbox. You showed it at your show. Mm-hmm. Now I'm mad at you for it.
0: This would be a great time to announce, at least get a date. <laughs> at least get a date. Um, I would very much like a date. Yeah.
1: I was so happy to see that I didn't care who had it. I was—it was like Xbox showed it at their little showcase thing, and I was like, "Oh my god, Silk Song! Thank God!" And we still didn't get a date. Yeah, and I was like, "No, hey man, this I got was this, like I got
0: the Silk Song here in a bag for you." Yeah, and then they like, if, like you
1: guys cut up a check for ten grand to be like, can we show a trailer of Silk Song at our showcase?" Right. Well, like, we know that when it gets a date, it's going to be a Switch thing. It's going to be a Switch trailer. Yeah, I think because they didn't get a date,
0: and they gave like I think Xbox gave a date for everything else in that show.
1: No, the best part they opened with it Silk Song the- and then they were like, from here out everything in our show comes like in the next year. And it was like motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: yep. It seems like it was deliberate that they were not allowed to give any kind of Correct. insight on a date at all. So Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where is Silk Song? Um, definitely something Song? to keep an eye out for uh, <laughs>
1: for uh, on a uh, uh, direct tomorrow. Definitely. We're not direct. Also, tomorrow, what am I saying? This one, this might not might not be a mystery, but I just don't know the answer, and I'd like the answer. What's going on with um, Advance Wars remake? I know it got put in limbo because it's of the whole still in
0: limbo, or and we never got a new date. I wouldn't be shocked to see them just like shadow drop it. At this point, yeah, and just kind of, of pretend like it didn't happen, which sucks. And I'll tell you why it sucks. <clears throat> the whole them wanting to actually, like, them wanting to do an actual sequel is probably hinged on the performance of this.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And if they just kind of like silently shadow drop it and kind of forget about it because of this whole war thing, we could probably kiss a realistic idea of them
1: coming to do like an actual sequel goodbye completely. So, right, absolutely. Yeah, that's a shame. Maybe you know what maybe maybe it would be opposite. Maybe Nintendo will cut a new trailer now that now that the last few days the war in Ukraine has gone very much in Ukraine's favor. um, maybe they'll make a whole like they'll make a trailer out of it and just have like like the blue and yellow flags on like the orange dudes and being like just storming into like the Russia area and being like Give up, Russia. Game comes out next Tuesday. Right. I don't know. It'd be funny. Maybe they won't do that.
0: Maybe they'll just redo the Smash trailer with Sora, but instead of a keyblade, it's a Ukrainian flag.
1: It just comes in like da, 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 da. <laughs> 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 cruising around and everything. Why not? That'd be incredible. Why not? Dude. Oh man, that'd be so funny. We're in the weirdest timeline. Why wouldn't it happen at this point? Just saying. Yeah, we we definitely are <laughs> uh we're seeing lots of things happen. That's for sure. It's been, it's been sure. uh, the last couple of years have been wild with some of like the random stuff that's happening. Absolutely. No, I, th- I think unfortunately your suggestion is probably the most likely outcome. They probably shadow drop it like randomly somewhere. Like mm-hmm. it just becomes one of those like, yeah, this came out Tuesday. It's, yeah, it's going to be like, like
0: a, a February release and there's be like, hey, yeah. hey, this is coming out February 23rd or something stupid. Watch it actually come out 20, 23rd. And I just never drop it.
1: Um, Dude, <laughs> You know what they might even do? They might even tuck it into, like... You know, the director always has that section near the end where it's like, here's some other titles to look forward to, and they kind of, like, speed run titles. Yeah, all the they good might stuff. might pop it in there. And, yeah, <laughs> oh, my God, do you remember that? You uh-huh. had to, like, actually stop and look at every single game because right. they were all, like, bangers. And they were like, yeah, look, we put them all in one section gave them all five seconds of footage. Um, it'll be that again, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be, like, game, 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 game. Oh, by the way, Advance Wars... With a date, it'll be like February. Not even like a date, just like oh, yeah. February. Oh, Vince. It'll be uh, three source. seconds.
0: Twenty-third yeah. uh, February. Check it out. Yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah, All Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> Buried in between soak Song and Wind Waker. Yep. Yeah.
0: Right, let's dig into the, some ongoings uh, with Bungie here as of late. This is kind of... You've been really paying a, th- a lot of attention to this. I, I've just been paying attention to what you've been telling me. Um, so I'll let you definitely take the reins on this story. But it looks like we have some employees yeah. that have been let go of from Bungie. Um, I think they were all play testers. Is that what I'm gathering at this point?
1: Yeah, so it looks like... so so long story short Bungie known Bungie, a company known for good optics. Um, super sarcastic. They, they, (laughs) uh, have been dealing with. So, so I follow a lot of the industry. Like I like to follow, I follow devs on Twitter. I follow companies on Twitter and I try to keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening in the industry. Mm -hmm. So when you get people like, I don't know, for example, if you've seen that guy Thorin, he's been kind of getting shit on by everybody lately. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Did you hear about the whole thing with him yet? You know what's up with him? I haven't. He's a commentator for esports for like League of Legends and other games, mm-hmm. and he's just been kind of make like basically like shitting his pants continually for the last two weeks. Um, a few months ago, he like pr- he went online and screamed like I am esports and like esports only exists because this guy exists and everything, and he's a commentator. Like, the dude talks about what's happening in the game. Anybody uh-huh. could do that. So, but he acts like he's the big, like, the hot shit, and, um, he's been getting in fights with pretty much everything everyone in the industry now. Like you do. Um, like, being, like, doing, like, white supremacy shit, doing, like, feminism sucks, or, like, sexism shit, like, he went after Tech Jess because she was like, yeah, I was at Blizzard when I was harassed, and he's like, yeah, sure she was, like, so he's been one of those guys. Wow. Yeah, real boys club guy. So... So, for example, that's been making the rounds. Uh, people have been talking about doing game jam stuff because Unreal just did their game jam last week, which was really cool. We should probably talk about that next week, actually. Sure. Um, I don't think it's over yet. I think they just wrapped it or something like that. Or maybe it wraps this week. I know it started like a week or two ago because I thought about putting something in the ring on it and I decided not to. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so like you know, I try to keep up in touch. I keep in touch with devs and I keep I follow all these people to see what's going on. I, I like to keep my pulse on the dev industry so i can i can you know speak to what's going on behind the scenes a little bit and so we have uh the one you have up here elizabeth uh WonderDev on twitter mm. she joined bungie not long ago um i believe in her history in her bio she worked for some other big companies uh she worked i think at riot actually um and she was like one of the best faces for bungie one of the best advocates i mean you've got like dmg and you've got uh tom if you follow him on twitter he's he's Mm -hmm. one of the lead uh producers for the game you've got um what's the other one that i follow uh i think her name is like like dirty F and hippie Mm -hmm. she's also a, a community manager for bungie so you got these people out here um and she was like a great like spokesman for bungie she was excited she was always loving what she was doing she's like having a good time um and then one day she posted that like she's like, hey, you know, the parking situation sucks because the parking is expensive, and uh, I don't like that I have to pay a bunch of money to park at the parking garage to go to work every day. And people were like, oh, you know, well, see what we can do about it. Mm -hmm. And then, I guess, some people were complaining about that, and the fact that on her her LinkedIn and on her Twitter, she had listed herself as test engineer. So, if I'm not mistaken, her position was uh, tester. And she was doing the work of a test engineer so she listed that as her job title now sure. the difference between those is like a tester would be like if i sent you my game and said hey dude try to break this game for me and you're like okay and i was like try to do this try to find a way out of this broom try to find a way to break the mechanics try to break this break that and then you test you played a bunch and you sent me the you know the results you recorded it or you sent it to me you as the tester would be the person responsible for testing the game as a test engineer you're actually responsible for like the the infrastructure around the tests like what are you trying to break why are we trying to break it so it's sort of like being like, like a supervisor of testers and being in charge of figuring out what to test in the first place not just being the person who's like can i get out of this room but specifically being the person who says these parts of the rooms are the places i think people might be able to get out i'd like the testers to like run their heads against these sections or run it up against these walls so she was doing the work of, like, according to her, again, unfortunately, we only have an account from her. We don't have an account of any kind from Bungie because nobody at Bungie has said anything about it. And they could clear this up real quick, too, if they wanted to. I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They would, This isn't the first time they would be talking about things in public. I mean, we've got lawsuits through Bungie. We've got social interactions being just, dis- like, straight-up court documents released from Bungie. Mm-hmm. So it seems really bizarre that nobody at Bungie would make a statement about this. But, um, so according to her account... She was doing the work of, like, three people at her job, doing a bunch of extra stuff, and she put herself as a test engineer on Twitter and on Instagram, which, or, I mean, uh, on LinkedIn, which, to be fair, neither of those are, like, I guess more so LinkedIn, but neither of those are, like, your job. Like, if I go on Twitter and I put, like, king of, like, piranha plants, I wouldn't expect to get fired from a job for being, like, that's not your job title. Like, even if I put, like, king of piranha plants at Ubisoft, if I worked there, I don't think they'd look at me and be, like, you can't put that you're the king of piranha plants at ubisoft like <laughs> who cares but some people at her job apparently went and complained to hr and said that she was misrepresenting herself online and blah 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 blah. so she put the post i believe the one you're showing now which mm-hmm. was like a call out oh that that's one of them yeah that that one in particular i think was calling out one of the, the one of the higher-ups who was like just refused to like once she was like hey i'm drowning the guy was like oh that sucks and like left her to drown mm-hmm. um so she basically was like, hey, you know, if you're one of the people at my job who reported me for having test engineer in my profile, even though that's what I'm doing, you're a coward. And then that got apparently passed up the chain again. And uh, mm-hmm. she was let go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So. And then, yeah, you can read through this tweet thread. I mean, she they talk about like she was she was told that she was like, like this, that and the other thing. And they weren't like the person wouldn't stand up for her or help her at all. And yeah, it was just a shitty situation. Yeah.
0: Um, and she's like, um, she said here, like, you know, I, 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 you were there when I reported a male engineer for speaking inappropriately mm-hmm. about some co-workers, twin sister, and I'm not going to say it live, but you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, obviously there. You can read it yourself. It's not great. Um, and saying basically this kind of stuff would cost, should have cost him his job and it
1: didn't. It's like blizzard shit. It sounds like sure. shit you hear about coming sure. out of blizzard, like, or ABK or whatever. Like it's the same kind of thing we'd hear from them. Right. So that's shitty, and this isn't the first time we've heard of this because Bungie's had a couple years ago. There was like a whole thing that happened, like a, like a whole shrier report thing came out where they were talking about all the bad shit that happened to Bungie, and Bungie, I think Bungie, I think put out something about it like a week or two before it hit the presses, and they were like, "Yeah, we've had some bad shit, and we're trying to work on it." Mm-hmm. And then the bad shit came out after, and it was like, "Oh, but this is all the same bad shit as everyone else." And they were like, "But we said already we're working on it," and we were like, "Okay, right. well, we'll give you some credit for the fact that you put it out there first and hope that it wasn't just you getting ahead of it but now we're hearing this and we had another guy uh i don't know his name but he was on the lore team and he went through the same kind of thing where he was pushed out of the lore team and 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 like ostracized and then became like a pride in the community and then got burned and then fired um and then now we have another tester another woman another tester also mysteriously let go from bungie Mm mm-hmm uh, has the same things to say. Like, I was in the environment and it wasn't great. And then all of a sudden I was let go and nobody wanted to like help me when I was complaining about stuff. Because um, even like Elizabeth herself, she said she went to HR repeatedly about things and HR would like hand wave her. And we obviously see with like you said, the thing you wouldn't read and, and the things on the screen there. Mm-hmm. She obviously had her problems too. And she was also hand waved about it. And then, yeah, this person, same thing. I'm heartbroken. I'm confused. I'm lost. I spent all my post college life trying to get a job there. It was my dream doesn't even know why she's fired. That's incredible. Um, Can you imagine how much
0: shitty she must feel? Mm-hmm. And, like, I've seen this this before in my own personal experience. I've seen people report other people for breaking the rules of the company or just being toxic and saying disgusting shit. And the person who reports this is the one who gets labeled as the troublemaker.
1: Oh, yeah. And she has the same thing to say Elizabeth said. Was doing the work of three people's jobs. Wasn't getting manager support. Um... Reprimanded for things that shouldn't have mattered that much or little things and then like, sure. oh, like yeah shitty and it's it's bizarre to see both of these women get let off in a similar fashion in a similar time frame um and just just coupled with Bungie's like whole management style before and we've it's one of those like we've like we've seen them make these mistakes before and they said they were gonna do better but neither of these situations looks like they're doing better
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they won't say anything otherwise so until I hear from Bungie that uh, an explanation that makes more sense, which I'd love to hear the explanation for the commentary of, of that guy, not getting him fired by HR. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> that'll be fun to explain. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see feel this, this feels like a, like a bad optics for them and a bad situation as a whole. And to me personally, Bungie's already in a really bad spot lately because we've had year after year of game price increases year after year of bad seasonal content for me personally, like, The game's in one of the worst places for me it's ever been. I have no motivation to sign on and play this game. And I tried, me and you and Daniel Wasp. Right. We tried real hard last season to play every day or a bunch of days and get into it. it Couldn't make it stick. Yeah. No, they couldn't Um, make it stick. And and it's like, and and then all that coupled with like watching the season passes go up in price, the extra ten bucks, or like last year went up twenty, it went up ten bucks, then now it went up twenty bucks, and you don't get the extra content. And if you want to buy just the expansion, the expansion went at $10 and you're forced to buy the first season now, which I remember we talked about, like, including the first season would have been great. Making you buy the first season is even worse. (laughs) Right. Right. What do you mean? Like, at least you had the option before. Now you have to buy it. It's so shitty. It's, it's bad move after bad move. And it just feels like Bungie consistently has this problem where like, they have bad move after bad move, bad optic after bad optic, a season fails, a gun breaks. Several subclasses have problems. Guns have problems. The entire raid has to be like, this is disabled, that's disabled, this is shitty, that's shitty. It's just, it never fails. Every time there's a new season, a bunch of things get turned off because they're broken. Every time there's a world first raid thing, a bunch of problems happen and they have to disable things and make things not happen. Like, it's just, they can't. I haven't had that problem in Final Fantasy, for example, Mm -hmm. since maybe like somewhere in Stormblood. And it was specifically only a bug that you could do to let you beat. Hard content easily, and they fixed it that weekend. Like, when was the last time we had a Final Fantasy patch where like shit was just broken? Samurai was disabled right. because it
0: wasn't working. They, like, they do
1: like balance patches. Sweat. They
0: do some like stuff, and like it's never
1: like game breaking stuff. Yeah, uh, it's never like y'all, the game doesn't work. Oh the new raid doesn't work. Right. Oh this job this job is disabled for the time being. They until do some server maintenance like, on like
0: reset, shit. and then like I think were they're, they're, in two days we're getting. Some server maintenance during a reset and that's it. And then they'll release like yeah. a, a, a thing of like balances, some you know, some bug fixes. And again, nothing nothing's ever like broken. Broken. Like nothing the, I've never it, been inhibited right. from playing the game unless it's down for the server's down for maintenance, either yeah. maintenance or the uh, servers are just servers, you know. Servers right. doing server like, things.
1: The biggest problem they had in the past year was probably like the housing thing where like if you went to buy the housing thing, it might not pick a winner. And Mm -hmm. then, like, but even then, not only did they fix that by being like, hey, we went back, we went back and found the people who were supposed to win and let them buy their houses and gave them their money back. And then they gave you the option of if you wanted to turn in the money for buying the house, they'd give you special promotional items. So, like, the only problem they've had in the past year was this weird housing glitch where they fixed it by letting people get the houses for free Mm -hmm. and or get these cool materials for being honest and giving back the money. Sure. Holy shit, I wish I could get something even close to that as my only problem all year long in Destiny. Like, holy shit. <laughs> right. No, I have to pre-order a hundred dollar expansion eight months out so that I can get access to a gun that doesn't work when the raid launches because they had to disable it. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Neat is you may, a not, you, you may not like it, but this is what optimal game looks like. <laughs> Optimal programming, optimal yeah. spaghetti code. You may you, you may not be a fan of variables, but this is the power that they have. Oh my when god! And they're properly harnessed. <laughs> oh man, but oh. but I, I we 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 talk about Bungie every week, and it's always for something. It's usually specifically Destiny related, but this is kind of more in-house problem. Yeah. in the culture and the team, right. and this needs to be addressed. I think because I. I can't in good conscience. I already don't recommend the game to people in general because of like, if you're a new player, this game absolutely sucks. Um, but even outside of the new play, even if they do fix the new player stuff with like Whitefall and they make a bunch of things better. If we don't ever hear anything about this, I still won't be able to like in good conscience back these people for this. I totally agree. It's, they need to come to the stage they, and
0: address this. There they there kind need of, some yeah. kind of Transparency or something. Um,
1: Right, well, especially Bungie, because Bungie's usually pretty good about like talking to their community they and boast and it, That's doing like, support right. for things. And yeah, we have good culture. We don't do crunch. We don't like that. Like, like the, the same day that Liz got fired, within like a couple of days of Liz getting fired, you had Tom, the producer, around there being like, "Oh, if you're remember the whole thing with crunch. Remember we talked about the crunch guy at mm-hmm. the making Calypso, uh, Calista Protocol. Yep. And he was like, Yeah, crunch. We do, we do crunch because we love game design.' And Tom's like, if 'If you're crunching, your management failed.'" And people in the comments were like, what do you call it when you fire multiple testers? Oh. And he just didn't reply. Yeah, and it was like, okay. It. People like, 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 uh like dirty F and hippie there. She gets like nominated at the, at the game hers for like community, like community leadership or like, <laughs> like managing the community. And people in the comments are like, are you next on the block to get fired by Bungie? Or like Ooh. how many women are they firing before they let you guys get out of here? Right. And uh, no response like and i get that it's like that stuff comes off as like kind of asshole like trolling like but at the same time, time they're it doing means, it because it's, you didn't address it they're trying if to shoehorn it into it, a
0: conversation somewhere because no one's right.
1: addressing it if you hadn't addressed it if you had already addressed her getting fired or these right. two women getting fired or this this guy saying these things and not getting fired like if you had addressed any of these things they wouldn't be trying to call you out in other posts on your social media like you know these, these dudes that went after after these two developers here, or at least went after Liz, they they went after her social media, and they were stalking her social media and trying to impugn her in the workplace based on her social right. presence. So And then you fired her for it. So if you're going to let social media influence what's going on in the company in-house like that, you better believe people are going to start tweeting at you and being like, what the fuck's going on in your company? Yep. Like, And if you're not going to say anything... Of all, all the to toxic, like,
0: entitled shit that Destiny fans do, I'd say that's like the least of my problems there.
1: Right. Well, it's just like, and it's like, it's, it's one of those, like, if she's wrong, it should be easy to be like, that's not what happened. We didn't even get that. We didn't even get like, her story is not correct. Her story is not giving all the details. Like one of those vague posts where they don't tell you anything either. We haven't even seen that. They've just straight. I think they're ashamed. I think they actually did something wrong here and they know it. And I think they're very quietly trying to hope that people just stop talking about it. Mm -hmm. So um to 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 uh wonder dev and i i don't remember the other one's name i think it was like bubbles uh i hope they find something better for them sure and yeah,
0: I, I my heart goes out to that one was like oh this is my fucking dream job yeah and absolutely
1: I, like god damn she doesn't even know what hard. happened like what what else, where go? do you go from there i almost that i almost sucks dude i kind of want to do a twitter crawl and see if she posted in support of wonder dev right in the days after what happened, and see if she oh uh, I would be surprised or or was vocal about
0: it at least in the office or something like that. Um, yeah, like she
1: showed up for work one day and Wonder Dev wasn't there, and she was like, "Why is my team, why is my like my test engineer not here?" And they were like, "She's not a test engineer; she's just testing they're like, "No, she was doing test engineer stuff," and then right. she had to be like, go oh, for some shit like same thing. And Airbnb- it's all speculative, but I'm only allowed to even do this speculation because they won't say anything. So if you want, right. Bungie wants me to stop sitting here and running my mouth about what it might be then address it. Say something.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and for anyone listening, air, air bubbles explicitly said that she doesn't want to talk about it further. So, um, Correct. please don't yeah. reach out to her. Or and I also, her if or I'm not mistaken,
1: like wonder dev also has mentioned, that like, she's like moved on already in wants yeah. to like, not necessarily not get an answer out of Bungie, but she doesn't want to specifically be like wrapped sure. up in this whole thing. Sure. anymore.
0: So yeah, So for anyone watching, please don't reach out or whatever. So, um, if you're going to do reach out to anyone, push push Bungie for a response. Yep. All right. yeah, absolutely. Well, we got that story out of the way. I mean, it sucks to talk about, but it needs to be addressed. And it was something I've been kind of on the fence with because I just, you know, you know me and my outward facing politics and stuff I don't really like to talk about because it's divisive. Um, but that's sure. just felt like this is, okay. Obviously this is happening to more than one employee. This is becoming systematic. And I think there was a third one too. I just never got... Um, Yeah, there was people
1: in there was people in the comments of was it Air Bubble? Mm -hmm. There was people in her comments saying same thing happened to me, or I was let go in a similar fashion like six months ago, etc., etc. And now, obviously, at this point, we're sort of like drifting into like anecdote space. But if all these people, if if multiple people are all saying the same thing happened to them, and and no one at Bungie is saying anything, all I can do is take the information that I'm given.
0: Right. At best, it's starting to look systematic. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if it's all coming from the same people in the same department, it's
1: right. Exactly, not a good like, look. You can't tell me like like. So I guess you could try to say maybe Bungie is just bad at screening for good test engineers or testers. But like, sure. still tell these people that it's not them that it's you guys that that what they're they're looking for in testers isn't conductive to the testing that's being done by those people. Because that like air Bubble, literally, she had no idea why she was like, oh, she was heartbroken. She, at least, at least Wonder Dev had, like, I know that I said these things, and this is what yeah, HR was told was... from social media, and right. this is my pushback, and then this is what they told me after. Airbubble was apparently just let go and doesn't know what's happening. Sure. So, that's, like, t- that it was one thing to have, like, at least with Wonder Dev there was, like, the potential for her to be, like, lying about it, which I don't think she is, because she seems like a great person, like, mm-hmm. you know, she seems like she's honest and excited about working at Bungie and not, like, predictive right. or manipulative. But... Air bubbles, I had never heard of before, and she was just like, I was living the dream job, and I got fired, and I don't know why. Yeah, at the end of the day, like, until Bungie
0: addresses this in some way, shape, or form, it looks retaliatory. Yeah. So that's kind of...
1: And, and yeah, again, you know, my. the problem, they have a history with this stuff. If you pop on Glassdoor and you look at Bungie, you'll find a lot of people. Now, again, Glassdoor doesn't require you to prove you worked there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but you will find people on Glassdoor who have seemingly have very good knowledge of how the teams worked sure. and are saying that they were treated pretty shittily. Yeah, so. these stories are very,
0: at least consistent enough to be like, okay, well, this is hard for someone to make up on the spot. Right, yeah. The vendetta, at least. No, absolutely. All right, well, let's move on. We've got uh, a lot more to talk about, and it's already quarter to 11. <sighs> <sighs> Hang on. yeah, Hang
1: on. I have beef here. Did you did you put Avatar Frontiers of Pandora as Call of Duty with Navi? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it is? I actually yeah. didn't see the footage for that game. Yeah, it's literally what it is. Wow, I was hoping it was going to be like exploring Pandora, like more open world. Nope. Well, there is an oh. open world one. It's just not that one. There's two other oh, games. Reckoning? Yeah. Oh. And it's okay. mobile only. Oh, it's a mobile game. Oh, what are you, what are you guys doing? We made the game everybody wanted, and then made it a mobile game, and then we made the game nobody asked for, right. and we made that a console game. Well, someone I saw on Twitter <laughs> was just
0: like, oh, do you like this game? Oh, we're, we we're going to make it mobile, and we're going to make it the worst experience of your fucking life. Yeah, probably. <sighs> so, first up was the D23, and um, I hope expectations were tempered, because, I mean, we got some good announcements. Um, we got a lot of shit, yeah. too. Um, so, oh, yeah. Sweet. Um we we saw Midnight Suns get talked about. That was a good, definitely a good thing because obviously, this was in kind of like a development hell stage. We didn't really know what an
1: answer to, you know, when this is coming out. Um, yeah, strong start and then like no info. Yeah, so because like it initially was like I was super excited for that game. It looked awesome, and hmm. then all of a sudden they were like, I didn't hear a word about it, and I was like, No, don't don't do this. Like right. this game looks really cool, and I was really excited for it.
0: Yeah, so I um, guess I don't know if it was like public reception or if there was like a demo that someone saw in-house and they were just like, okay, we need to go back to the drawing boards. They did that, but it looks like we're getting a, I think a January or February release on this. So it looks like we're back good. we're back to normal. Um, people that were worried that the card mechanics were either staying or, or leaving, they, it looks like we the card obviously the card mechanics are still there so mm-hmm. that's the thing um i know it didn't go well with some people but they're just gonna have to get over it because it's just gonna i think stay.
1: i think that a lot of people who are afraid of the card mechanics haven't played things like slay the spire which have good weights and balances to make sure that the cards never feel like a super hindrance right it's just there to try and make sure that you don't pick one good move and spam it because like we've seen look what happens in like you know, a meta develops, right? And the meta is like, well, these are the best things you could possibly have. So you do those things. Look at look at the discussion right now going on in Destiny about Divinity, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know if you've been following that whole thing, but like, there's been a lot of discord about uh, discourse about Divinity right. and whether or not it should be changed or or never, because it's one of those like you must have. It's it's the gallahorn of its day. Like, well, you have to have it. Someone's got to be using it. Yada yada. And yada. it's a pain in the ass to get.
0: The, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I hear. why the the entitled. Destiny community that I said talked about earlier was deliberately underhanded and attached to this whole divinity saga that's been going on on Twitter.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's a pain in the dick to get. Right. I don't know. Um, Well, so you've got that situation, and it's like um, that's a good example of what we're talking about with like with like where you've got like a like a a meta has arrived where Mm -hmm. like it's the best thing to do. Someone's got to be doing it in your team. If they're not doing it, you're not clearing. They'll, the group will break up and go home. Whatever. We see this from time to time in things like Fall Fantasy. Like, if one job becomes the worst job at damage by enough of a margin, mm-hmm. they'll start excluding that from the group, and they'll be like, "Yeah, if you're going to come do the extreme raid with us or savage raid with us, like, you know, no machinist. Like, they just won't take you. If you join sure. as a machinist, they'll kick you. Like, it's it's rare in the Fall Fantasy community, but it does happen at the upper levels because there you still get shitty people in every game, of course. Um, but, like, so so the nice thing about the card mechanics, in my opinion, is that it allows you to sort of circumvent that because while you can just windmill the best cards into the deck, you won't see them consistently, and therefore you can't just spend every round banning, you know, Wolverine's, like, X-Claw or, like, Cyclops' wide laser attack. Like, yeah. you've got to actually work with what you're given, and, and what you're given is semi-random. Um, I just think people are worried they're going to end up with, like, people like they hear the horror stories of playing magic with no lands and being dead drawing and like i don't think i don't think, think it's, it's going to be anything like that no. you're always going to have options so, why would why would they make right, a game right. like that that's the kind of a, it looks like you're always going to have options and it's right. going to be interesting to play around but um and i i could i mean we've both played things like Final fantasy tactics how many times have you figured out that like x job with x move is the best thing and then made a team of them and just beat the shit out of people like i remember i played tactics as a kid i made a team of like five ninjas because they hit twice they could move really far. They could throw items, and they could go invisible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like all I would do. The game got boring because it was like going to combat. start moving ninjas around. Everybody gets hit like once. They all go invisible. I line them all up in the right places. Everybody double attacks everyone to death. Everything's dead. It's, no, <laughs> it's not even a challenge anymore. Like You're just right. murdering shit. Um, so I it, I think that's a good balancing mechanic, and I'm glad to see that it's here. Yeah, but, me too. But it's obviously not for anyone. I think people who are uh, about the card mechanics should play something like slay the spire or uh what was the card game with the talking card that was alive script inscription inscription yeah mm-hmm. inscription was another great game that had card mechanics i'll tell you what um, go back and play the I, original I, chain are, of memories
0: which is probably the worst example but it's still good and still playable it Still
1: works. yeah absolutely oh yeah there's definitely that's the thing i think i think when people hear card mechanics, they're like, oh, it's going to be like magic. It's going to be complicated and there's going to be a mana screw and I'm going to have to worry about right. building my kit and this, that, and the other. And it's like, mm, "It's not going to be that bad. I don't think You'll so. See. Um, I'm excited for that game. I think it looks really cool. I'm glad to see that it still exists and didn't end up in development hell. Yeah.
0: Um, December 2nd is uh, looks like that's either the release date or okay. early access date. So it's coming. Cool. I can get it.
1: I can buy it for Christmas and put it on my shelf. And then maybe play it next year. Nice. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um,
0: so, also announced was uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Again, in my show notes, it's basically just Call of Duty with navvies. That's kind of what we, that's, I mean, that's literally what an article said. So, I, I was just using right. it as a, as a reference point. Um,
1: Wouldn't be surprised.
0: No, right, right. And then Avatar Reckoning, of course, it's the open world MMORPG shooter, which still feels weird. But again, mobile only. Hmm. Um, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga Galactic Edition is coming with a crap. It's basically the Skywalker or it's the Skywalker Saga, but it's coming with a shitload more character packs, it, and and okay. they will they can be sold separately um, for the original game at six dollars a pop. And I think it's like six different character packs, so this hmm. is going to cost you like thirty six bucks if you want to get all of them. It's a little much. Um, yeah, and it looks like it's a lot of like real spinoffy characters too, but. Each each right. time they spin off do another spin-off series like this one with the guy from Rogue One, um they're going to have probably another character pack. Oh, so Andor, yeah. Yeah. Um right. Did anyone ask for that
1: show? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> it's I watched the trailer for it and it doesn't look like it's bad or anything. Right,
0: but it's just I'm one just of those just, things like no one asked.
1: Like <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird one for me. I would have liked to have seen more of like, was it was it Star Wars Origins? That, that animated Animatrix style sure. where they had a bunch of different episodes from different animating teams. I would like more of that. That was really cool. That's fair. I guess we're getting something like that because they showed a six episode series of like Ahsoka Tano mm-hmm. and it looks really cool. But but yeah.
0: Very nice. Um, what else we have? Marble Snap. So basically if you like Hearthstone and want your Hearthstones to have Marvel characters on them this is the game, um, which I think they're also doing one for Disney too, aren't they? I thought they were, um, I thought that was something that was like kind of thrown around about, but I mean, obviously we know they're doing a card game.
1: I know we're doing Lorcana. the physical yeah. one that's
0: kind of competing with like Pokemon and and uh, Magic. And I, I don't know anything about the game, but I I want a Robin Hood card. That's it. <clears throat> so oh, yeah.
1: I'm here for that. <clears throat> he he robs the
0: rich. He do. 2D co-op platformer Disney Illusion Island. Um, that looks kind of, it almost reminds me of, so it's based off of that newer cartoon series like the animation style, but it's yeah. almost like they're kind of doing a throwback to like World of Mickey's World of Illusion or Castle of Illusion. Um, so That's I'm kind like, yeah. of interested to see where that goes. Those games were phenomenal, by the way. I would 100% recommend going and playing those if you can emulate them.
1: Um, I'm yeah, I'm I'm sold on the trailer they gave us because like I mean I watched it with the kids obviously and they thought it sure. was cool and it's like it goes up to four players so obviously it's like a shoe in for like oh. the kids can play all together. Interesting. Um, and then it's switch. It only. looks like yeah, yep, switch only, and it's a um, it's it's just it looks like good platforming and the comedy bits in between like the cutscenes and stuff are like pretty much the current show is like style and writing so it seems like it'd be a worthwhile investment sure i'm hoping it's not 60 bucks because that feels a little rich for what you're getting maybe yeah, that's a 30 to Depending 40 the, game it feels like 30 40 is a sweet spot for that game if it was 30 bucks no problem if it's 40 bucks probably still worth it mm-hmm. i can't imagine it's going to be like I don't, i'm not expecting I don't think that's you know,
0: going to be a 60 game I, I, i'm not
1: I, expecting i'm not expecting to get silksong out of this purchase but i think you're going to get a good good multiplayer platformer, especially if you're looking for, like, something to play with, like, The Family or something. Sure.
0: Um, what else we get here? Return to Monkey Island is getting a September 19th release date. We've got a new trailer for that, too. That will be coming to the Switch and PC only at this time. Um, very strange. Getting it with some weird dealings <sighs> with Nintendo. Um, yeah. And we have the Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, that's kind of, like, I guess... I, the closest thing you can really compare that to would be, like, an Animal Crossing, but with Disney characters. That's getting a Toy sure. Story update this fall. I guess it's it's already out. I haven't yeah, gotten a I chance to out, play yeah. it. Have you gotten a chance
1: to touch it at all? <clears throat> I've only messed with the character creator they give you. Okay. You can get a free character creator download on Steam and, like, make your character. I see. And... The character creator is wild. They actually let you make your own articles, like your backpack, your hat, your shirt, if you want. Hmm. And you can layer up to 50 layers of graphics together to make, like, one cohesive piece. It's mm-hmm. kind of wild for, like, a character creator. Um, but from what I've... I've seen some people playing it, and from what I've seen, it's it's fun. It's, it's a nice, like, time filler. You're not getting anything... There's no... Uh... I, I imagine this is what Animal Crossing is like, where there's no sense of, like, urgency. It's sure. all just, like you want to do more things on your island or in your town, whatever, whatever. It's kind of like it reminds you of Final Fantasy XIV's Island Sanctuary, where it's like, you're not really on the hook to do anything now. You just do it at your own pace and have fun with it. Sure. Um, although I've seen a lot of people making content on like TikTok and like YouTube, where they treat the game like a horror game. Because oh. like, when you, when you first start out, Mickey like follows you around town as like a tutorial to like tell you how to do things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, he, he stays with you a long time. And anything that you do, he just hangs out. And, like watch as you do it so like it's obviously awesome. i can find you some footage later it's great because like they'll be like fishing to like get a fish for goofy and like mickey's just there like watching them fish and then oh, like no you'll catch a fish and he'll be like good job and then you're like okay and then you like go to bring the fish to goofy and he like runs with you to go to, like and you're like okay please leave <laughs> me alone now sometimes oh, no. he just goes running off into like the distance and you're like, oh, thank God he's gone. And then you'll hear his footsteps, and he just kind of walks back on camera from like a foot away, and he's like, ha ha. And you're like, oh, oh my God, why is he still no. here? So like, people have been like editing it into like horror things where he's like chasing you around town, They're like Mickey, go away, leave me alone, Mickey. It's so funny. Oh my God, if nothing great. else, that alone is is worth the existence of that game. <laughs> you, you can get into that game
0: at thirty nine ninety nine. They do have different tiers of like an extra edition and an ultimate edition, all yep. the way up to sixty nine, I think, or fifty nine ninety nine um so if you want the basic version you do have an an access point that's not as expensive as like a full service game so yeah
1: <laughs> let me tell you i don't i would not it looks like it'll be fun it does not look like a six dollar game again yeah that's
0: um, kind of where I'm um, at it does not it seem like it would have
1: the amount of content or the amount of engaging gameplay to warrant a full price tag but like yeah 30 40 sounds great mm-hmm. i'm worried that it has a lot of pay-for content, like microcharge, microtransactions. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to. I haven't seen it, but I, I could, a game like that, I could easily see it being like, like they're doing the Toy Story update. I could see like every few weeks they're just like, hey, we added like three more sets of ears. They're a dollar a piece, right? And it's like, yep, yep, <laughs> stuff like that. So, um, also
0: announced was Disney Speedstorm. Um, that is free to play on Steam right now. You can wishlist it on Steam and Epic. It's uh, Mario Kart. But Disney characters, of course. Um, we got Disney Mirrorverse, which is a mobile RPG, another mobile game. Um, I play that. Did you?
1: That's the one that I play. Is it the one you play? Okay. Any good? Yeah. Um, I would say like it's worth at least playing the first bit of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's at the point where I am now, where I log in at two o'clock when it resets, and I do my daily stuff. And I'm, I'm just kind of grinding to like make my dudes a little stronger. Sure. It did, it definitely went from like an interesting, exciting game to like one of those like kind of chore games where I just log in to get my stuff. Um but I haven't put it down all the way yet. Gotcha. But I I there are some things that are very interesting. It has like tank, healer, ranged, and melee jobs. Mm-hmm. And like you build a squad around that. It's kind of, it's very picky about, like, some character, some some matchups of, like, certain character versus certain character. It's just complete shit. So, like, you'll have a thing where it's, like, my, my team's combined power level is, like, 6,000. And I'll be crushing these missions that I'm doing weekly. And you'll get to this last one where it's, like, recommended power, 3,000. But the main person is, like, Maleficent. And, like, my tank is, like, Maui. And just the way that Maui works and the way that Maleficent works, she eats them alive. And she'll kill him in, like, the first 30 seconds. Even though mm-hmm. she's, like... Even though I should be crushing the match in general because of the high difference of, like, power level. Right. The character matchups matter way, way more than they should. And you end up with these really, really bad situations where, like, my level 60 Maui walks in and level 25, 30 Maleficent is, like, I kill him. And it's, like, well, fuck. That- that's stupid. Seems unbalanced. It-, it sort of make Well, I think they do it kind of intentionally and make you, like wow, Maui's a bad matchup for her. Maybe you should level another tank to, like, 30, 40. And it's like, yeah, because then I have to buy things or, like, grind for things, and I get it. You're going to make me do more logins and do more shit to do shit. Like, sure, sure. It definitely feels like that. That may not be their intention, but that's what the end result is. You know what I mean? That's what it's trying to make me do. So I would say, like, it's it's fun to, like, mess around with it. Definitely download it if you're... uh, You obviously aren't going to. You're not, like, a mobile guy in the first (laughs) place. But, like, in general... It's a fun thing to download and, and mess around with it, and, you know, those first like, you know, it's a lot of mobile games, those first like couple weeks, you don't really feel like the energy limit matters, and you can kind of just have fun doing stuff. um And then see if you stick around or you fall out of it, but... Sure. But it is completely free, and I haven't paid anything for it yet. So. That's cool. Uh, what else? Um, Marvel and Skydance did
0: a team-up. This is the ensemble game that we were talking <clears throat> about. Um, finally got mm-hmm. announced here. Looks like it's going to be, still entitled, but it's going to be a Black Panther and Captain Marvel team-up. Game and it sounds like it's going to be kind of not co-op at all, so it's going to be like a single-player experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't really see what systems that's coming out on yet. Um,
3: Yeah, yeah, look forward to that.
0: (laughs) So I'm I'm excited for this. It's nice to see like Black Panther actually getting like some game game face time here. Um, Interesting, you know, Captain America. It's a weird weird combo, but I'm I'm here for it. Uh, I almost wonder
1: because like. The the time the timing looks funny too, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's kinda what I was about to say. It's more
1: Captain America's time. Right. Kind of like like, from before he got frozen. Yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of like This is like a modern day. That gun is like that gun is an old German gun. That's a German gun, gun. yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a World War One or World War Two gun. Uh uh-huh World War Two gun, yeah. So like I can understand the captain, but, like, but like the Black Panther, the only thing I can think of is that this isn't going to be T'Challa. It's going to be, like, I think it's, his yeah. grandfather. If you look at, it, it's
0: like, if you look at like, his, like, um, character design, it looks a little bit more rustic um, mm-hmm. than, like, the modern-day Black Panther. So. thing,
1: we saw in the Black Panther film that, like, the Black Panther line has been it's ongoing. Passed like, down, his dad, right? his grandfather, his great-grandfather, so, like... It could very well just be that it's not T'Challa. It's like T'Challa's granddad or great-granddad that we're seeing. Right. And um, in which case that would allow you to get away with that. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting because it almost makes me wonder if like... You could probably do a really cool plot where like... The Axis powers were pushing into Africa. And kind of bumped into Wakanda. And so like Wakanda had to get involved in the war in secret. And like push back against them. While America maybe... um, secretly put the captain into it sure. as well i guess maybe not so secretly because like obviously in the movies in the captain america like we threw him into the war and it was very vocal about being part of the war but like i can see them kind of like stumbling upon wakanda in africa as they try to go through it right. and wakanda is forced to enter world war Two like in secret to like keep themselves hidden and everything so that could be interesting you sure. can even kind of do that sort of because they show four characters and it makes me feel like it's going to be some sort of cooperative game. But I'm not sure. It could just be straight like story driven. Yeah, but it, it feels like it'd be a little bit of a misstep to make a game about Black Panther and Captain America and not let like you and a buddy be those two together.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking too. At least like have some like online co-op or something. I don't know. It, the game's still I would yeah. say like semi early development. We obviously didn't get to see any real gameplay of it, so. Right. Uh, things could definitely change. Um, yeah, absolutely. And if you blinked, you might have missed it. But you know, they did talk about Alien: Dark Descent, and um, we mm-hmm. got a peek at Tron: Identity. And when I say peek, boy, it wasn't much. It was like, we'll it was like, like a little bit of a wheel shape yeah. lit up, and that was it. And so it looks like we're yep. going to be getting a Tron, I guess, visual novel. Um, for the best part, for the most part. So obviously, we don't know much about that, but we'll certainly be keeping an eye on it. I definitely have always been a fan of the Tron Tron series. Um, so yeah, you?
1: I've never gotten it. too far into it. I would check it out. <laughs> I've I've my my experience with Tron is playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance oh, which nothing. both had Tron worlds. So that's oh, no. what
3: I
0: know about Tron. So Ubisoft Forward happened and if you're a an Assassin's Creed fan, boy was this for you because did they talk about fucking Assassin's Creed. <sighs> All right, so let's dig into the first part of this. Um first up on the mix was um I guess Rayman is getting a debut in the Mario Rabbids sequel Sparks of Hope. They kind of do like a pan of like all the Rabbids here mm-hmm. and then you see like Rayman, you see like Princess Peach, you see more Rabbids and then you see like Rayman's head sticking up. Um oh, there he goes. Obviously that's Rayman. So, um I guess right. what this is going to be is it's um new new DLC, which is it's terrible to be talking about DLC for a game that's not even out yet. Um but that's yeah. the so that's the times. That's where we're at, especially with Ubisoft. So, um, yeah, they did
1: go a, into depth. A, go ahead. I was that. that's a mixed bag with me because it, it's possible, although I don't want to give them the charitable interpretation here because it's Ubisoft. It's possible that it was one of those like deals that couldn't get approved until after, and they mm-hmm. wanted it in at the start. But if that was any normal company, I would just be like, maybe charitable, maybe they tried to get it in and they couldn't, and then when they got the green light, they made a thing. Right. But. Given that it's Ubisoft, it does feel more likely that it was just. Hey, look, the game's not even out yet, but check this out. This is another reason why you should buy that game. It's Ubisoft. I'm so. gonna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm gonna this, make- If this was like, but this was like just Nintendo in house or something, I'd be like, they probably couldn't cut this deal till now, and sure. that's why he's showing up now. But like, yeah. We don't do other Ubisoft right here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, we get the little in-depth cut into it. So, I mean, it does look good. It looks a lot like the first one. Obviously, some added features. The whole spark yeah. mechanic, um, kind of like the Sonic Chow K- or how the hell you pronounce it. Um, yeah, you can mix and match them onto your character. Kind of give your give yourself the elemental attacks to, um, kind of like almost like a rock or paper rock, rock paper scissors kind of mechanic um with other enemies so you can have like you know, some elemental attacks or other abilities that um maybe you know I, an advantage you know to, to the fight so it looks pretty cool um i might pick that up What else have we got here riders yeah, republic is getting a BMX update cool <laughs> um Skull and Bones got a gameplay trailer uh, asking the question, what is this doing in that Sea of Thieves isn't? Um, I, I I don't know. <laughs> the, the Division yeah, right. Resurgence. Uh, that's getting a trailer. Uh, I think that was a mobile only game. I was watching that trailer and I'm like, this doesn't look all that graphically impressive. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a mobile game isn't. And sure enough, it was a mobile game. Um, speaking of Rainbow Six Mobile is getting... A game two because why not have two time Clancy games competing against each other? Uh, that is oh, going to the closed beta tomorrow, Monday, um, in the US, Brazil, uh, Canada, Philippines, Mexico, and Singapore. Um, and of course, what would be a sketchy online game without the Philippines being involved? So, we already know that's going to be off to a good start. So, uh, oh yeah, they also announced Netflix, uh, Netflix par- partnership with the Ubisoft exclusive games because I I, this is the only credit i will give ubisoft they dive in headfirst to like anywhere they can put their games um they're one of the only yeah. major companies that that have put all their games on stadia and they're doing this with netflix now i guess with this exclusive deal they're going to have valiant hearts 2 uh, a second installment of mighty quest and the um assassins creed i guess it's getting a live action series ass- uh, kind of that goes with the mobile game that they're talking about we'll talk about that in a little bit too mm-hmm. um allegedly allegedly no in-game purchases on these games and they will be free to play oh through this Netflix partnership.
1: No, what people said about Crash Team Racing That's the in-game ex- purchase exactly and then it went live like after what I, after <laughs> yeah. all the
0: reviews dropped then they'll do like an in-game purchase thing. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to reference. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Oh man.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, we uh, know what's up. Right. Been kind of around the bush.
0: Uh, other announcements were Trackmania, just Dance, nothing too exciting out of those, but just cool. Um uh, they're there. Uh Just Dance won't be on the Wii just... this time, but
1: what's that? Yeah. As long as Just Dance has K pop, I'm fine with it.
0: Yep, it's there. Um it looks like they're doing like a pay-per-song model from what I gathered. So that'll that'll be nice and expensive. So Oh yeah. <laughs> um and then we get into the Assassin's Creed showcase. So uh, they talked about a bunch of Assassin's Creed games here that they're talking that they're going to be releasing in the next year or so. Um, first up was Assassin's McC. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, It's got the world premiere trailer. I'm not going to show the whole thing here, um, but this is going to Baghdad. I guess they're talking about it being a a return to the uh, the Assassin's Creed roots. It's not going to be a 150-hour long RPG. Um, They're going back to kind of like the action-adventure style as opposed to like the RPG mechanics. So um, as Paul Tassi said, I saw on Twitter, um, is this just Assassin's Creed 1 without saying they're doing Assassin's Creed 1?
1: i mean that's kind of where i'm with that but right like it's a mixed bag for me because like sure. i think early assassin's creed did capture what it did well yes but i think that <laughs> going, adding the rpg elements and going the rpg route was an improvement on mm-hmm. the system and that's why it, like i feel like around was it around odyssey when they added that or no not odyssey the one in egypt maybe that is odyssey was the origins no origins, yeah. Starting with origins was when they added a lot of that, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say origins was like a fresh take on Assassin's Creed because Absolutely. of those mechanics. And I, I would, I would rather than see them bail on it completely and go back to OG Assassin's Creed mechanics and styles. I'd like to see like shrink the scope of the maps and the encounters in the world to, like, the missions you had in the old games, mm-hmm. but still allow us that flexibility of building your kit with, like, the role-playing elements, the RPG that's, elements.
0: That's what I'm like. You can still have, like, an yeah. RPG progression system. Like, you don't have to gut that sure. whole thing. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. You can still have upgrades over time or, like, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll see. We have to wait and see what it looks like, because for all we know, they did keep a lot of that stuff, and what they mean by scrapping the RPG stuff is, like, the big open worlds and... And stuff for all we know. Who, who knows?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. The one thing they said like the open world thing was gonna be scrapped, um a hundred percent. So
1: you, I mean we they've been memed to hell and back for like climb tower, look at thing, open right. up part of map, go find next tower, climb tower, open thing. Like we get it. That part sucks. Nobody wants to do that.
0: And that's what I, it seems like that's what we're going back to. So it's like I don't want to do that again. I get it. I th- I, I haven't played Assassin's Creed <laughs> since two, because it's like I see where this is going. Well, I did play 3, but it was, like, still the same thing. And it was like, okay, I get it. I can see where this is going. I'm not impressed by this. Um, It's just cookie-cutter shit, again. It's just, like, they're milling out these games, and they're just not for me, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think, like, my favorite thing of the old Assassin's Creed games was, like, figuring out the puzzle of how to kill this guy and get out clean. Right. Almost like Sam Fisher-style games where, like, same concept, right? Like planning your in, planning your out, figuring out what you can do. Mm-hmm. And that mostly went away in Assassin's Creed, it felt like. It felt like most of Assassin's Creed games nowadays are like a lot of lore, a lot of narrative, a lot of running around doing things, fighting people. Duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, once or twice a game, you'll have a small version of that where it's like there's the guy you want dead. And then you usually just like walk up and kill him. And then it's like it was plot, and you're like, okay. But like with the old games, it was like, there was guards to look out for. There was places you had to find weak spots to get in and out. You had to give money to co- like give money to people or coins to people to like bribe them to like distract other people and do this and that. Like mm-hmm. it felt like a puzzle to solve, and it hasn't felt like that for me in a long time. Yeah, I I totally agree.
0: So, but we'll see. Um, time will tell with that mm-hmm. one. And I, I don't know, but this is already reported. Um, but I don't know if this is just a placeholder situation, but. It looks like Assassin's Creed Mirage got an adults-only rating, um, which includes real gambling um, in that. So people are very worried that this is going to have like a loot box mechanic for some reason. I wouldn't be shocked. Wow, um, yeah, that's, where, that's... The, where that is. But I haven't seen you a do response. you right? Ever exactly. Um, that would actually restrict it from being sold in stores. So Yeah, that would hurt. Yeah. I, I think I have a feeling that this will probably be addressed, I would say, sometime this week. I don't see this sure. being um the case, but that's the thing. So I think a lot of people are just kinda like harping on because it could be for a myriad of reasons too, as far as the old adults only rating. It doesn't necessarily mean it's just gambling. I think people or at least journalists here are latching onto this just as kind of stoke fear with like loot box fear. Um I, I don't think sure. this is like a legitimate yeah. thing. As much as I love shitting on Ubisoft for their fucking greed, I'd genuinely don't think this is the case and if it I don't is think they, they would, will address they're not it dumb enough the
1: no. they're not dumb enough to ao their own game they know how bad that would hurt it right there's no so. way this sounds like more like a myth i almost wonder if this is one of those like the game has like like very deliberate very and very uh detailed depictions of gambling and somehow it got flagged for AO because of that. And that it's sure. sort of like a misconception that they have to fix or something. Right. Because there is, whatever, the, whatever the case, we'll have to wait and see and get more info. But, like, no publisher on the planet would be dumb enough to AO their own game unless they already planned on it from the beginning.
0: That's that's what I'm thinking.
1: And, like, especially if you're, like, a AAA publisher putting games out in like, Walmarts and GameStops. Because this would hurt tremendously. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Uh, looking at stuff as of like four hours ago, extremely rare age rating, players concerned real gambling. Um, but I'm just not seeing anything where they have they addressed it yet. yet. But of well, course, it is probably, the weekend.
1: They are, ladies and gentlemen, the you know. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> they, if I had to guess, they're probably doing damage control behind the scenes to figure out either if the rating can get changed or why it was rated that way in the first place. Sure. And they're probably not going to make a peep until either the rating gets lowered or they have some sort of feasible explanation for why it deserved the rating ready to go or something. I think they're probably fighting it behind the scenes right now and aren't going to say anything until they can get it taken down a notch.
0: I'd expect them to address it by like Monday, but tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that was announced. Um, they also announced Valhalla, uh, the last chapter, um, the last part of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla series. Mm-hmm. That will be free DLC to tie up the end of it, of that game. So that is something to keep an eye out for, because they will be tying that up. Um, we also got a mobile game, Assassin's Creed Codename Jade. Um, this will be taking in what looks like Sometime, sometime period in China. Um, obviously mm-hmm. not modern, but it's definitely going to be around the times of the Great Wall. Oh, here we are, 20, 215, 215 BCE. So, Great Wall was around. Uh, we see Burb flying over. Oh, yeah, a Chinese village here. So, they said that this is they're, they're promising this is going to be a full fledged experience. <sighs> um, noble games in general don't have a, the greatest reputation, so. The only reason you go to mobile is so. I, I, I'll show me a game that's not like that's not like cost exploitive. Especially right. with Ubisoft's track record, I, I don't see this being a premium experience for Assassin's Creed. So, no, absolutely, it's one of those things where like they'll have to kind of prove themselves out of their hole, um, especially with the reputation. But I don't know. We'll see. Some of this looks like it... I guess they did say this is all game in game engine. And I mean that's all right. It looks better than the I should have had the trailer for that, but it looks better than the the uh, D- uh, Division Resurgence trailer. That's for sure. Oh my god! But um, yeah, so that's a thing. And then we also, to uh, the rejoicement of everyone, we've got the Assassin's Creed, Creed Code Name Red set in fuel Japan. That's something that fans have been asking for for a long, long time. They're finally Dude, getting forever. it
1: forever.
0: Forever, right? And that's like. That's really what Assassin's Creed has kind of boiled down to, and that's kind of why I'm so turned off by the series. Like, okay, but what if we did this in this time period? But okay, what if we did it in this time
1: period? Oh, now let's do it in the Aztecs neck. It's like, what are we doing? <laughs> I remember, I remember one year after one of the games came out, people were like, "Please, please, please, like give us Japan," and they were like, "We hear you. We've gone to like, like, not that old, the UK." and you get to be like these two like these two twins in like the uk and it was like why no one answered (laughs) that right We heard that you heard that you were really excited about japan so we went there and then it was like okay now japan and they were like we hear you what if we did like france around the time of like the riots and it was like (laughs) like the two things people want out of assassin's creed is they want japan and they want modern day desmond and you killed desmond and didn't give us japan so like Right. What? <laughs> like, what do you do with this franchise anymore?
0: Right, and a lot of the response of this has been, like, "I they slept on it too long. At this point, just go play Ghost of Tsushima.
1: <laughs> so... Absolutely, dude, because that's the thing. There's already a very well-done game that takes place in Japan. But... Right. Now, granted, you may not get the same experience, depending on what you're looking for, but now they have a pretty high bar to clear, because if this game yes. comes out mediocre, at least it would have been... While well, it's Assassin's Creed set in Japan, what else are you going to play? Ninja Gaiden's super old, and there's nothing else really close. Mm-hmm. But now that's not the case. You have a very competent PS5 game that does that culture and that gameplay and style a very good service. nails it. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to have to be very careful about what yeah. they make. And not just... It would have been one thing to just be like, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed in Japan... But now they've got to nail the culture, they've got to nail the, the times, they've got to nail their time periods, their, their building designs, because Ghost of Tsushima nailed every point of the culture in Japan and every point of the times they were in, and now your game is going to be set to that bar. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, well, you know, this was close enough, this, you know, this, this type of style actually was 50 years later, but we didn't really care, it was close enough, because people will point that out now. So, right. They're going to have to be very
0: meticulous with this game. I hate to say it, but it's got to be more than Climb Tower Unlock Map. That's for
1: sure. Absolutely. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so mad, because it's going to be Climb Pagoda Unlock Map, isn't it?
0: Climb High Building uh, Uh, Unlock Map. That's the thing.
1: But it's it's Pagodas retro. They're they're different. They're returned to the roots, you know, so they can mill these games out. It's not just a tall building. It's a tall Japan building. Yeah. It looks so cool. It's neater. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so if you haven't been hit
0: with the, the Assassin's Creed ad nauseum bug yet, oh boy, they released yet another title or announced another title: Assassin's Creed Hexi Hexe. I think is how they're pronouncing it. Um, this looks like it's
1: can't even spell hex right.
0: It, no, it's Come on. I, don't I don't know. So <laughs> well, it, not you, them. Uh,
1: it's, it's like why couldn't you just call it a hex? Why does it have to have the extra uh, e there? What are you, I'm guessing what are you impl- doing?
0: implicating the time period. I don't know. Uh, Peace. They they did say that fans kind of have an idea where this may be taking place. Um, it's got some uh, Blair Witch look to it. It's very strange.
1: I heard I heard Salem Witch trials from people online. Hmm. Is what I was hearing. Yeah. Um,
0: a Reddit user. Commander Comrade underscore Jacob, not commander, I'm sorry, uh, says that um, the name immediately reminded him of a 1922 Swedish silent film, Haxan. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. It's an A with two dots above it. How do you, how does that, how does that work? You know, with all the fucking <laughs> Swedish people in my Discord, they someone should be here to translate this for me. <laughs> 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 uh, so, uh, an early docudrama about the history of witchcraft. Other players have pointed out that the hexe is a German word for witch, which seems to all but lock down the Germanic setting uh, for the new game. So, I mean, it obviously has like a witch undertone uh, that we saw in the trailer. It's like the assassin's creed is made out of like like sticks, almost like scrying sticks or scrying bones, almost yeah. kind of like that kind of weird look thing to it. So, I I would expect it, you know, with Germany and and like Sweden and that whole like Nordic area, it's definitely sharing a lot of culture. Um, we can certainly see i I would assume that we're going to see some
1: like witch related weirdness there so um so it's interesting i wonder during during those days when the witches were like when you have like the witches and and covens and everything i wonder Mm -hmm. which side fell in with them are the assassins like witches or are the templars witches like which faction ended up in that cabinet or that that association right um i'm just wondering which witch is which I swear to God. Hello, police?
0: You may continue. I'd I'd like to report a crime. Uh, Yes. Caucasian male. (laughs) Oh my god. So, if you weren't all set on your Assassin's Creed, but wait, there's more. Um, Assassin's Creed Infinity, uh, which I think is going to be like a Halo waypoint. With extra steps, um, they wait, say it's going to be this thing. What's that?
1: That's a real thing. What's that? Oh, that's okay. I conflated the names. I thought Mirage was the name of their like hub thing. No,
0: nope. no, the Infinity okay, is going to so be this like this hub wait, let me thing just that kind of. Yes, oh, of course. I said, oh, dude, I told <laughs> this is this is like the naming co- thing right now. The naming convention: Infinity or Infinite." Yeah, I think this is just going to be like a game that's not a game, but like just kind of like a menu system, like Halo Waypoint, not the modern Halo Waypoint, but something probably more like the Halo Waypoint that we had with Bungie. Yeah. That kind of ties all these games together, may do some like cross game unlocks, like you do something in one game, it unlocks a feature for this other game. It's meant to be like kind of like an animus for players. So I can see where the animus thematically would unlock features and, and skills and abilities across games.
1: This feels like ten years too late for me to say exactly, oh, yeah. exactly what I was just gonna say. <laughs> this it just, would have been great in the
0: days of like two and three. Right. I, I felt so bad. It felt it felt so bad. It's so soul wrenching to even talk about this and build this up to talk about it because I'm like, oh my god, this is an hour and a half of watching this at Ubisoft Ford, I'm never gonna get back.
1: So, no, absolutely. Um, um I would good. I you know after this after this is over, I'm going to immediately Spend the next two days banging out a cheap platformer to put on itch.io for five dollars. I'm going to call it Infinity Infinite, <laughs> and uh, it'll be it'll be climb tower, climb next tower. Nice. Sounds intriguing. Yeah. It's. Uh, hang on. My phone's ringing. Oh, it's Ubisoft. They want to give me five hundred thousand dollars to make this game. <laughs> well, I guess I have to take this. Yeah. That's they're sold. But they're sold.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that's really all we have as far as Ubisoft forward. Um, we have Tokyo Game Show coming up, I believe the 15th. Um, and we'll we'll be having a lot to talk about, of course, then the following Sunday. Um, I don't know if there's anything else really coming up as far as game showcases that I'm aware of. Oh, well, there is a possible Nintendo Direct, and holy shit. Um, you know, if that's a thing that happens this week, we'll be absolutely talking about that. So uh, oh, if yeah. that does happen, then we have that and Tokyo Game Show this week to talk about. That's going to be a huge show. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But time is running thin here, so we definitely have to move on. So let's talk about upcoming game releases. Um, mm-hmm. We have Little Orpheus. That is coming to PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Switch and PC, September 30th. Mm-hmm uh scourge bringer coming to ios and android september 13th 13 the game coming to the switch that we saw getting some i don't know if you want to say a remaster but some artwork redo that yeah that game not... really
1: like forever yeah uh, so it's
0: yeah it's got like an artwork overhaul no one likes it but they're like we're du- kind of like doubling down on it um huh. Like, yeah, well, this is the artwork that you're getting. So we also how well that worked out with the Avengers. So this will certainly work out for them, too. Oh, yeah, that sure should be great. <laughs> so the last thing you want to do is not listen to your fans. Um You suck at parking coming to Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC September 14th. That will be on Game Pass. Um, Bear and Breakfast coming to the Switch September 15th. And Metal Helsinger, I think that was the game that you and I in Dark saw about the music, you keep a beat yeah Doom music style game. game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. Yep. That's coming to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, X and S and PC September 15th. I'm interested to see reviews for that. I want to see yeah, if it's same. like something that I can actually play. I'm not good at rhythm. So it's not something that it's right. I, I almost feel like I'm like kinda of kept out of it. Maybe they'll have like a free play mode where you don't have to like keep the beat and you can just listen to the system of it down while you play. I'm down for that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe I'll just go play Doom and listen to this a minute down. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that works too. <laughs> um Outer Wilds is getting reported to the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. That will be September 15th. Um, nice. Yeah. Fun game if you haven't played it, check it out. Uh Split Gate coming to PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PC, September
1: 15th. And that one's interesting. That is, is that, interesting. Is that like a is that just like a final build release or something? Split gate's so. been available. Yes. Uh, I don't I think, think it's been, been available, available sort of on the No, I think it was only on PC. Right. And it was like a beta.
0: Yeah, so that's coming to console. Yeah. That's probably like an official retail release, if I had to hazard a guess. Um, right. Cool, cool. We have Wayward Strand coming to PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, Switch, and PC September 15th. And previously spoken about Return to Monkey Island coming to Switch and PC September 17th um yeah
1: for those of you who haven't played the original you actually you can still play return to monkey island even if you've never been there you are still allowed to return it's true i don't I, know if i'd I, recommend it i looked sorry. up the
0: rules but yeah that's true um oh, did you? Okay, yeah. yeah you can i, I called my you lawyer i was making it up i was just hoping i was right yeah i called my lawyer mitch and he was just like yeah yeah you absolutely can so you absolutely can return. yeah he sent me a bill over 150 dollars for that you believe that shit so build the hourly? Yeah, dude. He's like eight <laughs> seconds. I'm like, damn. Dude, how much you charge for an hour? He's like minimum job Still charge, hours. baby. Um, yeah, yeah. So, oh god. Let's get into this week in gaming history. And man, do we have a list? This is a prolific list. Um, something, something years ago must have happened on this date that I'm not aware of.
1: Oh, I've I've seen like <laughs> random posts <laughs> on Twitter all week that are like wrong.
0: celebrating. I'm sorry, because of today. That came out way wrong. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, not, was like, not what I was implying.
1: Oh, oh yeah, it's nine eleven. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah never yeah, forget it. Is. Rest in spaghetti. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, there was, like, tons of tweets all week long of people being, like, I saw Castlevania, and I saw... Or, no, not Castlevania. I saw Kingdom Hearts. Yes. On PS2 was one of them. Um, And I saw... What was this one on here? Halo Reach, I think. Mm-hmm. Those two, I saw people doing like celebratory posts this week for. And yes. I was like, oh man, I wonder if that's gonna like, if it's gonna be just a busy week for the, like the this week in gaming this week. Oh, it's a meaty one.
0: So. It's funny. First up, Metroid: Return of Samus came to the 3DS five years ago. Super Mario Which, Maker, go ahead. Um, I, I, no, I should, I, was, I should have. I should have known you wanted to talk about it. Go ahead, Tear I'm
1: I'm excited because the Return of Samus 3DS was uh, the first time they let Metroid. Uh, be done by Mercury Steam, mm-hmm. and it was Mercury Steam cutting their teeth on a Metroid game. And the success of Return of Samus 3DS, combined with the fact that the technology on the Switch had improved to the point where they could make Dread, mm-hmm. was the reason why Dread even happened in the first place and why Mercury Steam was in charge of it. Right. So, as much as Return of Samus 3DS was like, yeah, I get it, it's a remake of an old Metroid game for the mm-hmm. Game Boy, um, it was pivotal in making sure Dread actually happened the way that it happened.
0: Sure. And just, just
1: point out, I, I just thought that was really cool.
0: And just like Return to Monkey Island, you didn't have to be, you didn't have to go to Samus the first time to return to Samus the second time. So.
1: Return to Samus.
0: <laughs> oh boy! All right. So Super Mario Maker came out on the Wii U seven years ago. Um, that was like one of the reasons I wanted to get a Wii U. And, yep. Same. Yeah, I, I picked one up when the the day they announced the Switch. I'm like, time to hunt a Wii U. So I got one for like. Under a hundred bucks, it came with like ten games, including that um Spyro game with like the little, little t- figurines you put on the tablet thing and oh Skylanders. Skylanders, yeah. yes. And it came with like yep. a shit ton of those figures. I got it for like under a hundred bucks. I'm like, score. Um now they're going up in price. Now everyone wants one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um GTA five came out nine years ago on the three sixty and PS3. That's mm-hmm. how long that game's been around, man. Halo Reach! Claire, Halo Reach came out on the Xbox 360 uh, 12 years ago. Fable. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, fa- close enough. Uh, Fable came out on the Xbox 18 years ago. Another huge-ass title. Um, mm-hmm. The the infamous uh, Simpsons Hit and Run came to the GameCube 19 years ago. And, of course, Kingdom Hearts came to the PlayStation 2 20 years ago. Absolutely a prolific title.
1: It's a, I should have worn my shirt. <laughs> do you, do you have I have a 20th anniversary shirt, made, yeah.
0: Do you Do you have any like Kingdom Hearts memorabilia in your room at all? Um. Yeah. Here, I've got. <laughs> I'm just fucking. With it. I can see it behind you. Corner oh, for ride. Holy shit! he got the you? All the wall. There was a banner hanging on your window. Oh, there's a 3. banner. Yeah, yeah.
1: Look at yeah, it. I got Don. Don my... Goober. Goober. There, Goober right there. Um, my necklace, obviously. We've got. That might be it for Kingdom Hearts stuff that's really around. Oh, there's a Keyblade back there over that shirt. Nice. I don't know if you can see it on the camera.
0: Did you see that video of the Keyblade? I was I posted in the Discord. It was a like, um, it was, a, it, was, a, was it? it was a twit. It was a uh, TikTok stitch. Of, like someone's like, "Hey, do you keep a knife like in your mattress just in case you get attacked at night?" And like someone pulled out a like, whole fucking Keyblade out of the, under from underneath their mattress. Oh my god. And like god, the Kingdom Hearts no. steam plate. Oh my god. I, I gotta play. It. I gotta find that for you again. <laughs> so good. So. Great. Um, Another huge prolific game, Animal Crossing, came to the GameCube 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance came out on the Game Boy Advance 20 years ago. Um, If you have not played any of the uh, Castlevania games on the Game Boy Advance, required. Probably some of the best Castlevania games you'll find. Oh, yeah. Um, Luigi's Luigi's Mansion came out on the GameCube 21 years ago. That was a launch title, wasn't it?
1: I want to say yes, but I'm not sure. Okay. I thought it was a launch title.
0: Hmm. Um, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars was announced at V-Jump 27 years ago. Great game. Yep. Um, Another prolific game, Spider-Man and Venom. Maximum Carnage came out on the SNES and Genesis 28 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mortal Kombat, the OG SNES and Genesis 29 years ago. Um, Yeah, some wild games. Right. Batman for the NES came out 32 years ago. Um if you want to know what the phrase Nintendo hard means, go play that. Um Fester's Quest came out on the NES 32 years ago. And DuckTales, uh, a Capcom classic, came out on the NES 33 years ago. And the original yep. Atari VCS launched 45 years ago.
1: So Atari VCS.
0: Yes, video game Not or familiar. I'm sorry. Um, what was a video computer system? That's what it was called.
1: 1978. Yup. Wow. <laughs> Lots
0: of amazing That's games. This is a
1: prolific list. Packed there. Yeah, This list is packed with. Did you ever notice? Like, like, and, and a lot these... of it is like. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say a lot of these were either like the start of a franchise or like right. big hits in a franchise, like turning points, like Metroid. Right.
0: So what do we have coming out this week that might be? A turning point or a major start. There's just not much there. Are you kidding me? You suck at parking. That's oh, going to make I like five I'm games. Sorry. The, the, How
1: dare you? The greatest mobile port of all time coming to console. I will. I will say that not necessarily seeing like a big franchise come off the back of it, but Outer Wilds. All I hear about it is that it's fantastic, and sure. I wouldn't be surprised if you got more, another game in the future. That's fair. Um, and Monkey Island, I think, is like the third, and it's. Is it the second or third? I thought there was more than one this, Monkey Island already.
0: This is a remake of Return to Monkey Island.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. then maybe not then. Um also got I mean, some blowback
0: for its artwork, but oh well. Don't fucking play right. it, I guess.
1: <laughs> and, and not to mention 13, I imagine there had to have been 12 games before that. <laughs> no? <laughs> not no, okay. Quite. <laughs> um Yeah. And and for and for those of you who like Halo Infinite, for some reason, you can just play Splitgate because it's Halo Infinite with portals.
0: Yep. Now
1: you're and thinking of this. But it doesn't have the same pugs that Hail, it's, it's Halo Infinite without all the problems and with portals. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go well, do that. Man.
0: Yeah, definitely. Go do that. So that's really all we have for this week. Um, if you want to see more content from me, I you can find me over on. Twitch and TikTok at Retro Game Dude, and I am on Twitter at Game Dude Retro. I do have a Twitter account for this podcast that will be coming soon. Um, like I said, episode fifty will debut on YouTube, not Twitch. Um, that's really all the time we have tonight. Um, a big meaty show, so I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, if you anything you missed, let us know in the comments below. If there's any games that you liked that you saw. Let us know in the comments. I'm always happy to engage with, with my people here, um, as long as you're not an asshole. So that's really all there is to it. Um, that's all we have for this week. Uh, we will see you again uh, next Sunday, of course, for the podcast. Uh, Jackbox is always on Saturdays at 9. And then this week, we'll be doing Phasma on Tuesday and who knows what on Wednesday. But be sure to tune in. I'm sure I'll be doing something interesting and disorganized. So,
1: Some thanks. people will make sure that... Uh... To, to catch us on YouTube, starting in about a month, we'll be debuting the new branding of Super Scope Infinity, oh, and it'll no. it'll have it'll have it'll it'll have the you can look at the other episodes. They're all in one place. Yes, continuous in a continuous loop. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> there'll be a button called the Infinity button. When you click it, it's just a playlist of everything we've ever done. Right, you experience yeah. it all at once. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it does like the multi <laughs> plays all over itself. Uh, uh, dude, yeah. that'd be funny actually to watch like all 50 of the episodes of Super Skull podcast and see how close to the first section, like the opening spiel lines where you're like, Welcome to Super Scrub podcast, and like see how much of that like lines up with itself. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I can you tell you do it doesn't because I'm a train
0: wreck up. every time I go through it. And I don't, uh, you'd think after 45 episodes, I'd have it nailed down, <laughs> but fuck
1: no, man. <laughs> oh man i love it. you ever see like it reminds me of like you ever see that sinclair media video where like everyone's saying yes. the same lines all oh over each God. other it reminds me of that
0: like, how cool would that be right i <laughs> i don't think that intro was something that was around for the first episode i don't think i even did show notes on the first couple episodes we were just like winging it man i don't know what yeah the i think fuck we're just doing. talking about
1: whatever yeah, yeah. i think I think the the music pop open was like the first, was like a uh, uh, like a half a dozen episodes in, right? I think so too. Yeah. So maybe there'd be a little bit of off offsetting there. Right. <laughs> All oh, right, man. well,
0: we're gonna wrap it up. I'm going to start ripping this to YouTube and playing some Final Fantasy while I do that. So expect to see, I'm of course, build my
1: computer. I guess
0: this, yeah, this episode is usually ready to go Monday mornings on podcasts, uh, audio podcasts. So make sure you go check Spotify, follow us on there. It helps a lot with the algorithm. Just even following us helps us tremendously. So um, please consider doing that. It helps us a lot. But if you have made it this far into the episode, I do appreciate it. Um,